Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. want to make sure I'm coming through nice and clear on the rockoftalk.tv. have some audio adjustments here. Let's see how we do. All right. Got to get that. I don't know. There's like dirt or something coming through the ears. How does it, how does it sound on your end, uh, Dow? Do you got like a little crunchy? Mm, a little crunchy, a little scratchy, a little yeah. crunchy there. I'm not sure exactly. Huh. Sound check, one, two. Check one, check two. All right, you sound great. I think I sound grainy. Does it sound grainy? You're better now. All right. <clears throat> Test one, two. Test one, two. Sound check, sound check. Sipowitz, Sipowitz. All right, here we go. All right. Detective Sipowitz, Detective Sipowitz. Rock and Talk uh, TV on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Don't forget, we are on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. You can download our apps for both uh, rockandtalk.tv and rockandtalk.com. And, uh, hey. Why not join the rockoftalk.chat crew out there as well? Our billboards are, yeah, there's something definitely funky going on on the, uh, on the microphone. It's, it's, it's off. There's no doubt about it. Does it sounds perfect on the app. It's just, let's see. All right. How about now? There we go. Yep, yep. The old, the old, the old dog still works. <laughs> yeah. We've got a board here. It is a mixed track 90. From Broadcast Electronics from uh, 1970, about the same time Star Trek was still on, I think. Uh, you heard that at the top of the hour news. Yeah, sounds lots, lots better. Lots to get to. Happy Columbus Day, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you're not celebrating it, well, you can go pound sand. I'm totally fine uh, with celebrating uh, both. But uh, today has always been and will forever be a Columbus Day. Christopher Columbus, 1492, Christopher sailed across the ocean blue. I mean, we all know it, right? We grew up with it in school, but if you were probably trying to teach this now, it would somehow be racist, uh, but we'll get to that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the campaign. So we have billboards up, as I mentioned. If you see me smiling on your way home, I'm waving high as you go by. And don't forget, early voting starts on Saturday. My uh, competitors are uh, certainly able to act as equal time here on this radio program, as I stated every single time. So that's uh, pretty cool. And then also... Um, in addition to that, I've got some amazing stats, which you guys are absolutely going to love, that I think that we probably need to talk about. So uh, we'll go ahead and get that as well so you can see what the true numbers are. Um, <clears throat> don't forget what they are, are going to inevitably try to do is, you know, try to use uh, poll suppression. We're having a recorded debate. Let me tell you how messed up this whole situation is. KOAT has decided to take it upon themselves to push forth the first recorded debate, and it won't even be live. No, it's not a debate if it's recorded, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and then edited for airing at a future time. One of the great things about politics that we all love is what? Live, it's real. Anybody can do anything at any time, and, and everyone's watching it like a live sporting event. Not so in the case of the... KKOB, KOAT, Albuquerque Journal debate that is going to be airing on Thursday evening. But nonetheless, no snuggling here. We're going to compete. And uh, we did a little bit of a sound check and Zoom check on, on that. But uh, the, the contrivance of all of that 
worries me and it should worry you as a voter. So it's something that I think you should uh, probably take into account when you are watching some of that. Uh, there's also going to be uh, the opportunity for Manny Gonzalez and uh, to a lesser extent, Tim Keller to be script kidding the whole entire time. Uh, to be able to speak extemporaneously is a skill to think on your feet. Uh, there is zero doubt in my mind that uh, there will be lots of reading in that debate. And uh, that's another concern of mine uh, as well. Uh, being able to think on your feet and being a debater is a uh, master debater is, I think, a very important thing. I'm getting, I must be over the target with all this stuff because I'm getting hit pretty hard by the likes of Pete Dinelli, who got all of 28% back in 2013. And uh, Mr. Dinelli actually picked me to go to Boise State. And regrettably, he stated, as I forwarded in an email to uh, Dowd, he can pull that up, I'm sure. Pull up the T Pete Dinelli email. Did I forward you that? Has I you haven't seen it, no. You never told you that Pete Dinelli, the, yeah, he, it's one of his life's great regrets. Oh, wow. Yeah. His whole life? His whole life. His whole life, Dowd. Uh, one of his great, uh, um, one of his great re uh, regrets in his life is <laughs> is that he selected me to go uh, to compete on behalf of our little team at Boise State. I'm not even kidding. It was no no bad marriages, no bad diet plan, no 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 bad professional decisions. Just sending Eddie to Washington was one of his life's great regrets. Well, he didn't send me to Washington. I had to earn it, and I did oh, so, yeah, so. Um, so we're going to get to the stats as well. So sorry to prolong everything, but we are going to celebrate. A very happy Columbus Day, and we're going to kick it off uh, right there. How many, what was the most, I know there was a tally somewhere, uh, doubt of all the statues that had been uh, taken down. I believe Christopher Columbus, uh, he either led the way or he was a close second. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. They, they really wanted to go after Christopher Columbus statues. Uh, there was probably a committee established by Red Nation, and we had a good response from uh, a young Mr. Steve Chavez who talked about uh, what the whole, you know, methodology of why uh, Red Nation, and this is where it all started. Ray Garduno uh, opened the floodgates and uh, allowed Red Nation to say, okay, we're going to start removing the great seal of the University of New Mexico. My diploma happens to have the great seal of the University of New Mexico with the conquistadors, and uh, I certainly enjoy that. But it has been a war on culture unnecessarily, but we continue to try and coexist despite of the agenda progressive leftist politics that uh, they are running with. And I want to go ahead and take this opportunity to address your Columbus Day, your happy Columbus Day from our Eddie Aragon campaign. You know, people are always asking me what I'm going to do as mayor to help Native Americans. I'm going to be visiting with them in just a couple of days, Wednesday at 11 a.m. The LGBT, should I claim the percentage? I have a little bit of Native American in me. The LGBTQ community, blacks 4.6% and the underprivileged. So as we celebrate today, this Columbus Day, as we have for pretty much as long as I've been alive, remembering our history helps shine a light on the struggles of every group of Americans. We live in an era where the faults and flaws of anyone of importance are exploited. Their legacy, absolutely tarnished, folks. They go after them everywhere they possibly can. And their achievements, they're undermined. We do this to living celebrities and dead heroes alike. And if we disagree with one thing someone says or one position a company takes, 
We disown them. We boycott them. We excommunicate them. Family and friends are not excluded from this. Christopher Columbus also is no exception. He was an imperfect man. He was brutal in many ways and wrong about many of his predictions throughout his life as an explorer. Knowing the full history of Columbus's discoveries is important and should be taught, but canceling our heroes and erasing the good parts of our history is an injustice that has proven only to divide people. As 11th generation of Mexican, my family survived on merit. Every achievement was worked for, every job deserved, every promotion earned. It didn't matter that we were Hispanic. We were a majority minority state and in a country that has enshrined civil liberties into its laws. Being a minority is neither a burden nor a blessing. We used to celebrate our heritage for the values it instilled in us. Until recently, people were proud of who they were because of the good things their people had accomplished. Columbus offers a useful lesson here. Not a scholar, mostly self-taught, mastered nautical navigation and taught himself three languages. He's credited not only with the discovering of the new world, but connecting the global economy with the one thing that erases all cultural divisions. And that is business. That is commerce. And he won a place in our history books, not on race or religion, but on merit. He did what no man before him was willing to do, and he deserves our respect for that. People should not uphold any man as a savior. There is one God, and you are not him. you got to love our plume of construction commercials. But without the men and women who came before us, we would have no examples of what hard work, faith, and persistence can achieve. As mayor, I will run this city like someone who loves it. Because I do. I'll elevate the best talent to the highest positions. Not based on race or gender or privilege or oppression. Based on merit. Not going to hire women because we need to meet a quota. I will not hire blacks or fellow Hispanics because they need better representation in the police force. But no one who has put in the work to acquire the skills and master their trade should ever take a hand in. I didn't. My father didn't. My grandfather didn't. My aunts and uncles and cousins and friends were proud of the things they accomplished in their lives, specifically because they were not given to them. They earned them. That's our heritage. And yet every one of them, myself included, are flawed. We all make mistakes. We've uh, held opinions or said insensitive things. Every man except Jesus has marked himself with the imperfections of his humanity. Indigenous people are no different. That's the holiday that has now supplanted Columbus Day for so many Americans. The indigenous cultures Columbus encountered were assorted as of those of any other peoples in history. National Review wrote back in 2019, while it might be true that such cultures fit the nomadic, tranquil image pushed by the revisionist, not even close to all of them did, which leads to an inevitable follow-up to those who would eliminate Columbus Day in favor of Indigenous Peoples Day. Which indigenous people do you have in mind? Is it the Kalingo people who ate roasted human flesh with particular affinity for the remains of babies and fetuses? How about the Aztecs who killed an estimated 84,000 people in four days in their consecration of the Great Pyramid of Tenochtitlan? We should no more vilify the ancient history of the indigenous than we should cancel the achievements of Columbus because we are all flawed men. 
What makes the individual great is not their degree of intersectionality or how victimized they were, but what they achieved in the short time you have on Earth. The individual is no different than the culture as a whole. What matters is what positive contributions you make to your community, to society, and to the world. If you remember your history, Columbus was denied the initial funding for his voyages. He was mocked, ridiculed, because of his inaccurate calculations about the time and distance it would take to reach his destination. But he didn't give up. The hell with them was his response. He persisted. Imagine a world where he hadn't. Imagine a world where he didn't have the fight for where he didn't have to fight for his reputation and prove himself to the people who waited for him back home. Imagine a world without flawed men and women who thought outside the box, who not only challenged the status quo with what they were considered radical ideas at the time, but who were actually willing to put the work to see them through. Columbus was not a theoretician. He was, a, he was not a journalist writing opinions from the safety of his home office. He was the captain of every crew he put to sea. He was a man of faith and a man of action. And that's why he was given the national holiday. We honor his name, his legacy, and his achievements because he embodies the spirit that allows flawed men to achieve greatness. As we celebrate Columbus Day, do not cast out all of the good because of some of the bad. Respect the heritage that brought us this far. And keep that spirit in mind as you go to work every day. Be thankful for all that you've been given. Embody the strength and the audacity of the men and women on whose shoulders we built our civilization and be both humbled and empowered to achieve your own dreams, not because of what you are owed, what you think you deserve, but because of what you're capable of contributing. Happy Columbus Day to all of you out there. I hope you celebrated it. And I hope that uh, you did something productive and conquering with your day. 550-5500. Dow, do you got those... uh, statues that were yanked down i think there's yeah it looks like there's at least boy i i didn't know it was this high at least 36 columbus statues have statues have been torn down in light of uh saint george of fentanyl uh the only good news i can find i I just know this from my home state they Mm. cut the head off columbus in my beloved waterbury uh it's one of the larger uh, cities in in uh in connecticut and it's actually a very blue collar uh right center right place unlike you know hartford new haven kook kook left uh not only was the guy who cut the head off the statue arrested they got it back and they reattached it and then there was actually a vote where the people non-binding kind of referendum last year and by a vote of about 60 percent to 40 percent uh columbus was uh, supported they wanted the statue to stay there they wanted the head to be reinstalled so mm-hmm. A bit of good news in a uh, overall very dark picture. Over 30 Columbus statues either destroyed or removed by sort of Tim Keller, Alan Weber types because they didn't they feared more violence. Ugh. It is disgusting. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva. Thanks for drilling down on those numbers. And thanks, everybody, for listening to AM600 KIBA and ABQ.FM 420. Back and forth. I can't tell where the journey went, but I know where to start. They tell me I'm too young to understand. They say I'm caught up in a dream. Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes. So that's fine by me. 
website and app for radio is abq.fm over 60 stations to choose from including classic rock grunge r&b country new wave trance even faith and gospel all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com sometimes we just need a pick me up makeusgodlyagain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Visionary Tony Robbins said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Whether you are training to run a marathon, starting a new business, or training soldiers, you need to be committed to making that vision a reality. Set clear goals. Be determined and purposeful in achieving them. Back it all up with unshakable self-confidence. If you radiate enthusiasm and are truly excited about what you're doing, people will be naturally drawn to you. The other final ingredient is humility. Proverbs 16.9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In the grand plan of life, if you are spiritually grounded, you will have success because you know who you are and that there is a God and you are not him. This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. I'm Nancy Giblin, owner of Sugar Hollow, a boutique residential assisted living community in the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood. Dedicated to exceptional care for your loved one, Sugar Hollow provides daily wellness activities that engage the mind, body, and spirit. Join us for Happy Hour Fridays, Sugar Hollow style, featuring local musicians playing tunes your loved ones will recognize and enjoy. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Boutique style assisted living, 270-0801. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. 
stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. between Elvis and Priscilla Presley was finalized. I don't even I don't even know how long that they were married now. How long were were they uh were they joined? Ooh, that's a good question. Um how long were they coupled? See. Well, Elvis was never a one one woman man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in the, in the eyes of the church were they ever really married? <laughs> oh, Elvis. Boy, between uh, 67. And... I was going to say 66, but it was uh, so. Oh, well, they lasted six yeah. six, six years, years of that philandering sob. Look what he did. <laughs> huh? Then, uh, then you die in a toilet four years later, eating the donut. Right? Yeah. Is that the, was that ever true? Was anything proven? Uh, no. <sighs> right. I, I think, think the, the QAnon people are still saying Elvis and and JFK people, uh, JFK right? Jr., yeah. yeah still yeah. alive or something. He's coming, coming back, back, coming back. He's coming back for the vengeance. Work the plan. Work the plan, Cuban <laughs> people. Work the plan. Yeah. He's coming. I can feel him. Um, well, let's see. We're going to start calling you Elvis of the 505. Uh, Pete Tonelli is such a hateful old fart. His rate is so high he can't bother to spell check his blog. He is, uh, hey, Eddie, where is the city where your billboards located? Are you still accepting campaign donations? Uh, the answer is yes, um, but we aren't really soliciting uh, that hard. Uh, we're doing what we need to do, and then we really need people to kind of make a big push um, more towards the end, and then uh, after the during the runoff, that's going to be big. Okay, so the I-40 bulletins, uh, they are right as you turn on and right under the I-40, so you can all see them on I-40 headed eastbound and down. Loaded up and trucking. So uh, you're going to head straight up uh, I-40, and you're going to see them on the right side. There's two of them back-to-back, -back, baby. Back-to-back. -back. There it is. Yeah, there it is. I like how you put up your Dukes there, Deb. Okay, and then um, 
on I-25, there are five of them. So there's a wow. Yeah, so there's seven in all. Yeah, well, the so the the place where you want to saturate uh, is the place you you look at a map and you look where you're going to really kind of get the votes and you go precinct by you know you pull all this kind of stuff. So basically, we just got the corridor as many as we could get in the corridor. So it just keeps reminding people: remember, early voting starts this Saturday. Um, some people would say, well, does the campaign ever real really even started yet with all this? I mean, they just keep kind of pushing it towards the back burner. That's the hope. That's the hope for them. But I can tell you my numbers are significantly higher than uh, what these people are trying to report. So this is a sort of a squashing, quashing that they've got to do because they, oh, by the way, my the competitors are allowed equal access here on my time. Uh, hey, Eddie, as mayor, will you allow President Trump to have rallies here in Albuquerque? There's never anything, there's supposedly nothing that's ever a stupid question. That might be the first stupid question. Yeah, you're walking it, the line there, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Myra, we love you, but you got to know that not only will we have Trump rallies, we'll be inviting him uh, 24/7 to try and come to Albuquerque. Um, so that would be that would be good. So, uh, <laughs> um, what are you going to do with a mayor that has too much personality? Is that is that, is that bad? Is, can you, what about the mayor of Toronto? Remember that guy? He had the, you've, you've had some crazy ma- – wasn't Sonny Bono a mayor? You know, he was one of the most likable guys there was, big Republican mayor. Then became a, Palm Springs? A, yeah, Palm Springs, yeah. You know, him and Cher, boy, they really had something. Speaking of, you know, they uh, Sonny and Cher, boy, thank God there are no Elvis. And, I mean, these two <laughs> people, Sonny and Cher, they adored each other. Like, even after their divorce, even after yep. everything, they, they, they were in love with each other. They had a terrible kid. Was it Chastity or what's their name? Uh, I think it's Chaz now. Chaz. Uh, Eddie, the best eulogy I've ever heard in my life was Cher. Cher, yeah. I'll remember it to the day I die. I was watching C-SPAN because he was a congressman. He was a a congressman and C-SPAN covers Congress. So she got up there and I believe there was no notes. Yeah, no. And it was a big deal because I was living in Nevada at the time. And, of course, he died on the slopes. Uh, at at uh, Lake Tahoe, you know, so yeah. it was, you know, massive coverage. And, um, she, you know, I'm not the biggest Cher fan for multiple reasons, but Eddie, by far, it was the best eulogy I've ever heard. And I, she didn't look down. She wasn't looking at notes. And it was really from the heart. I'll give that to her. And she is an Academy Award winner. You might remember Moonstruck. Snap out of it. Yeah, she's, she, she's great in that movie. I mean, Cher has a hell of a lot of talent. She does. She really does. And uh, she was... Uh, you know, mother to Sonny, Sonny Bono's. Uh, now, Sonny's, didn't Sonny's wife take over after yes. the whole thing? That was, didn't yes. she become a congressman or something? Yes. Congresswoman, yes. excuse me. Mary, um, Mary Bono. <clears throat> there it is. Eddie's, Eddie's screwing up again. Congresswoman. My gosh. How many how many votes did I lose just with that, that little whiff right there? Got it wrong. Uh, awesome protesters this weekend on Coors and Montagna regarding the mandated vaccines. Several in the crowd with Aragon for Mayor t-shirts. There it is, huh? Duke City fighting back. Pretty cool. Try to get a photo with the uh, when the light changed. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, hi, Eddie. Is with today's technology, why can't we see how we voted after they scanned the ballot? Oh, because that would be driving the polls. That would be called driving the polls. You, you can't do that. You guys notice uh, the difference here? I had to change my flags around. They were very upset that my uh, campaign paraphernalia was showing. Okay. I don't know why paraphernalia is just such a negative, negative word to me. I just don't like the word. 
Uh, I can't have open the app to here. Restarted. Kiva.am, you can go there as well. Our wonderful billboard salesman sending me pictures. She's a wonderful lady. Folks, billboards work. I'm just going to let you know. They work. Not everybody watches TV, right? They just don't. Everyone's on apps now. Everyone's doing something on their phone all the time. So there's a little something there when you pass by my pass by my little billboards. Well, Eddie, I'm going to be able to see those billboards now that I'm uh, not trapped in my home for nine days now that the uh, the fiesta is over. So uh, Uh, I'm actually going to leave the the apartment for the first time in a while. (laughs) uh, Let's see. They're vinyl perm boards, but they're, they're, they're furnished with other things. Anyway, well, I saw, I, and I bought them myself. I didn't use some crazy broker. It's like, you know, kind of do all that stuff. She was great. Plus, it's going to be really hard for the Eddie haters to take those signs down, given that they're billboards. Yeah, you don't want to see that, that bad boy. Uh, Eddie, my wife saw the League of Women Voters website where they interviewed the mayoral candidates. Oh, did they? It was a blank spot for all your responses, and they said no response received from you. That, there you go. <laughs> uh, they asked four questions. Crime, homelessness, abilities possessed for the job, Keller Gonzalez, and the other guy had responses. So they put Patrick... Um, I forget his last name now. Sice. They put Patrick Sice's responses and they included him. Hmm. Yeah, kind of interesting. Did they try to contact you? Nope. Uh, we never received the questionnaire until the end. I asked for it multiple times and we actually never received. Um, so just so you know. Not surprising though. Oh yeah, Rocky Dennis. Remember that? Rocky Dennis. That's the, 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 the masks. How fitting. Masks. All right, you guys ready to do some stats? I think we're ready to do some stats. I think we got to get some stats done. We're going to give you some numbers, 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 numbers. Okay? We are literally 21 days from the election. Okay? Not counting tomorrow. We're not counting election day. 21 days. So we count this all the way in. So let's let's go through the numbers because everything is math. Literally. The whole world is built on math. Okay? And there's a lot of fuzzy math. Oh, I'm also called a QAnon conspiracy theorist because... I believe that Donald Trump won the election. Imagine that. Imagine that. Okay, so here we go. This is good stuff. So uh, this is, uh, I'm going to drill through all this stuff for you guys so you guys have a full and complete breakdown. And this was as of last night. These were walkers and callers for our campaign. We had one woman who made 970 literature drops. Wow. Yeah. And she logged every one of them. Her name's Yvonne. Why Yvonne nailed it. Can you imagine that? That's dedication. 970 over a three-day period. That's some walking. That's some walking. That's some talking. That's some dropping. Um, Let's see. Oh, RPNM did not buy my billboards. That is so ridiculous. My gosh. RPNM has uh, helped us with office space and got people to volunteer. Okay, so we're working out of them so we so we can build up for 2022. Uh, Val got 616. Yeah, yeah, this is these are real numbers. Aaron, Aaron got 242. We got Craig with 192 and Zuijiao got 172. Yeah, heroes. That's it. Heroes, that's uh, good stuff. So those are the walkers. How about our talkers, the callers, right? We had one woman over a three-day period place 2,417 phone calls to fight for the 505, folks. That easy. 
Kiki. Have you heard that? Yeah. See, if I make that reference, you won't even know. There's a whole song. It's like a dance. You should go up and look at this, uh, Dowd. Go look, uh, go look up this dance, Kiki, Do You Love Me? And it's by, uh, I can't remember, Drake. Okay. So, and there's all these guys doing this thing around this car and they're going to get run over their car. And so <laughs> you have to get out of your car while it's still moving. I'm not recommending this. Okay. And there's like, Kiki, do you like, oh, it's very, anyway, Kiki's got 1,249 calls. How about these? This is just the charts Friday to Sunday, okay? Andrea got 1238 calls. Kim, 1227. And Renee, 1010 on 1010. You know, yesterday was 101010, right? 101021. So 1010, way to go. So congratulations to all of you guys for doing that. So some great huge numbers, Eddie. Huge. 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 Wait, wait, wait till you get the total number of calls. You ready for this? We play 67,000. 604 phone calls. There's been 2,329 responses. Republicans, Democrats, independents, all have been called, okay? Pretty insane. 898 of the 2,329. 898 out of 2,329. I'm going to do this one more time just so I have this number. Uh, 898 divided by 2329. <clears throat> wow, that was really. Comes up with 38.557%. That's of the responses. Mass text ones uh, went out too. We had 393. 898 versus 393 said no. I mean, that that is far gone just because people are now paying attention. They've seen more of the debates. Okay. Undecided, 656, so we have more yeses than undecided, and 382 refused. That is just excellent work, getting the word out, fighting for the 505. Really, really good stuff. All right, so more, more stuff. You ready? Total views on eddiearagon.com as of last night was 3,350. Names sound familiar or numbers sound familiar? 3,305 was the total number of signatures that we got that out there. Uh, here's the um, total number of views as of today. We're at 3,440 views on our YouTube website. There's been certain candidates in the race who have had their first commercials out there the entire time for the last six months that they've been running. Okay, We've been on three weeks. We've got twice and three times as much. There's a cer certain flying apparatus that's the only one that we don't have as much of. Everybody wanted to see what a flying D uh, looks like at a certain event center here. Uh, but that's the only one. Uh, we now have a brand new website for all candidates, all Republican candidates. So if you want to know which Republicans to vote for, like we don't know who's in your city council and you don't know your school board uh, and you want to know who the registered Republican is running in those particular races, you go to vote505.com. Vote505.com. Okay. That's where you can see basically everything. It's uh, on your mobile app. And then you have uh, Dan Lewis in five, Lori Robertson, City Council seven, and Renee Grout in City Council District nine. Those are your Republicans. So if you want to go straight ticket and uh, love it, which we highly recommend that you do given the current conditions of our, oh, it's, it's nonpartisan. 
There you go. Then you got uh, school board. You got Ali Enega. I hate it when people pronounce her last name wrong because it's so easy and it's fun to say. Please don't pronounce Miss Enega's uh, last name wrong. Art Carrasco. That's pretty cool. My, uh, I come from a family of Carrascos, by the way. My mother's uh, made a name is Carrasco, just so you know. So, oh, 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 wow, you guys didn't know that. And then uh, Courtney Jackson. So, so we got that. I do have to change uh, Eddie Aragon wins debate one, debate two, debate three, because I was contacted by the uh, – I want to make sure I say this right. The New Mexico Black Voters Collaborative, and they said – I need to change it from debate to forum and uh, per the rules. I cannot say I won a debate or a forum. So I got to change. I got that email. It was, I, I think of, it was a very long letter, by the way, very, very long. So I, I sent there. Um, let's see what else we got. We got lots of swag at party headquarters, t-shirts, hats, whatever you like. Uh, there's a, I don't know. I think a couple hundred more yard signs that, that are there. That's it, folks. That's all we're going to be, be doing. So make sure you guys got all that kind of stuff. All right. So get out there. And then you guys can all uh, watch the commercials at eddiearagon.com. We will be making a TV buy. So I know some of you are worried. I don't see your commercials. Get over yourself. Seriously. We'll go at the right time. There's not even early voting out. I think it's just wasted money for this entire week. Who are you driving to the polls right now with commercials when there's no polls open? And speaking of which, the Bernalillo County's, um, did you see that what happened today, Dow? The Bernalillo no. County uh, offices were shut down today. There was somebody, oh, the gunfire, yes. Yeah, the gunfire. I don't know what was going on, but they're, they're going to stay home. Uh, they're they're, they're going to stay home until further notice. So. The, I mean, 15 you're... days to fix the windows. <laughs> Are you, oh, is that what it is? Well, the construction, we're backed up. I mean, can you... Aren't you almost grooming or training Bernalillo County employees randomly to pay somebody to go just start firing shots like once a week just to stay out of work? I mean, you do that one time. I mean, this is why you have to fight back. So that's good. Okay, so we did a big text blast as well. And I wanted to share this with you because, uh, and by the way, these are all people who signed up for voting through the uh, Republican circles. So it's important to know that these are not, quote unquote, unsolicited. Every text that was sent out was sent out with the word stop in it. Uh, so I want to be abundantly clear. Um, and I do know what I'm talking about uh, when it when it comes to FCC. Uh, these 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 billboards are uh, gigantic. So they're they're big. They're big, big, big like me. Right. <laughs> big tree fall hard. Um, still one of the best movies of, of all time. Right. <laughs> That's what you call a sack lunch. Okay, so here we go. Where are we going? Okay, so 38.5% I gave you on the calls, right? Look at these other numbers on the text messages. Oh, I want to thank uh, thank KRQE for uh, having me on on Saturday morning. I got the uh, the uh, the white girl from Texas uh, to say Burqueño. <laughs> wow. That was kind of cool, huh? Yeah. What do you think about that? I, I saw that photo of you. Uh, you guys were bundled up early in the morning there. Uh, no, we were not bundled up. Somebody photoshopped that and put that out. Oh. That, that was, uh, yeah. I was nowhere close to uh, anybody. I was practicing the social distancing. Uh, balloons did not go up on Saturday or Sunday, Young Dowd. Uh, that did was, not. Did not. Yeah, that was uh, more than disappointing, but it was expected, which is the reason why we canceled our breakfast because 
I knew that they weren't going to go up, and that's just kind of where it is. Okay, so uh, where are we on the text? I'm going to come back on the text numbers because for some reason I just cannot seem to find them right now, but I will bring them up uh, right after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva. Rudy will be returning in a couple of weeks, so we happen to get Rudy, Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity back into the um, – it's not just a great breakfast at, at a place that's not <laughs> one of his advertisers, but uh, he will be uh, all back uh, here in the Kiva, so looking forward to that. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in here in the Kiva on AM1600 KIVA, ABQ. .fm and rockoftalk.com. of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating. Family owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? 
software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- Three six eight three. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Make Sugar Hollow Assisted Living a home away from home experience for your loved one. In the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood, Sugar Hollow is beautiful and peaceful with one of Albuquerque's lowest resident-to-caregiver ratios. Home-cooked meals, activities, medication assistance, boutique-style care with a focus on dignity and quality of life. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Dignity and trusted care. Sugar Hollow, 270-0801. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlight. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Holly came from Miami, FLA. Hitchhiked away across USA. Plucked her eyebrows on the way, shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. Candy came from out on the island. In the back room, she was everybody's darling. But she never lost her head, even when she was given head. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. And the colored girls go, do, 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 do,
752 here in the Kiva. Oh, the great Lou Reed. Such good music. And that what that's what you know of him. You should uh, see some of the deeper stuff that Batman used to cut up uh, back in the day. And uh, I only bring that uh, up because, uh, you know, the attempts to continue to paint me as a racist uh, are in full full bore, <laughs> you know, as much as they possibly can. Isn't that isn't that kind of interesting? Just how much they're they're trying to do that doubt. And uh, on Joe <laughs> Monahan's uh, blog today, um, and I was very disappointed with with Joe uh, because he allowed someone to just go ahead and and the slander just starts. It happens all the time. Like it's just it's constant. And I don't I don't really pay too too much attention. But to characterize somebody to characterize somebody. Uh, as a quote unquote expert and then allow them to just sort of run roughshod uh, by <clears throat> says uh, Aragon is grandiose and scary encampments for the homeless. Really? Uh, yeah. Diane Gibson proposed it. Uh, Tim Keller is actually kind of on board with that too. Uh, Aragon in the New Mexico, out of all the things we had to go find out, they go to a PBS cut. This woman who is quoted in Kelly V Hill, uh, a, a letter from a reader and, and Kelly V Hill gets like lots of inches on, on Joe Monahan's blog. And, and I was just, okay, really? Uh, should we just let any old person and just make, make news about that? Aragon is grandiose and scary. Aragon. Encampments for the homeless. Really? Aragon in the New Mexico black voters collaborative was ignorantly offensive to the moderator, calling her by the wrong name and thanking her for a colorful debate. You see, you see what they did there. You see, you see, you see how they rearranged that over there. Like, how far have we fallen on this whole thing? It was up to you to interpret that, however you took. Let's just say that I'm the one who added the fireworks and all that. And if you want to paint me as a racist, let's talk about the ethnic compositions of our candidates. Shall we? Should we just whip out our DNA? Is that, is that where we are in this country? Whipping out our DNA tests to go ahead and uh, prove what we are and what we have can and can't say and what we have license to? You want to open up the whole debate about uh, Columbus and uh, you know, indigenous people? Do you want to open up the whole debate about who can use the N-word and how they can use it and why it could be uh, culturally misappropriated, why it shouldn't be used at all. How about that? No, th th those are off limits. Those are off limits, right? Very interesting. These are things that I will not be afraid to talk about, and nor should you be. Feel free, folks. This is a free country. The First Amendment still exists for now, and don't be allowing yourself to be bullied by any of this stuff because it's, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. Eddie, is this Greg Payne, the former city councilor, the the former state representative who was arrested for aggravated DWI in 2012, or is that a different Greg Payne? <clears throat> what? <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm I'm doing this is live time research. I don't know if this is the same I don't guy. Know. Or not. Uh, how many how many Greg good. Paynes in Albuquerque are there? I mean, I, I <laughs> same spelling. Oh, oh, see, here we go. This this is how sensitive we got. I literally just, you know, hey, Mr. Mayor, <clears throat> a white girl from Texas. This is a guy I have not heard uh, since August 26th of last year. It says, hello, Dowd. Thanks for keeping your boss. He refers to me as your boss, by the way. 
Thanks for keeping your boss honest with the election predictions. Coming from California, where gas and diesel prices are 450, and the Spanish language media propaganda is working hard to destroy Larry Elder. Walk softly and carry a big stick. Good luck uh, for mayor. So I haven't heard. I haven't heard from this guy. And then what he gets sore about is, hey, Mr. Mayor, a white girl from Texas, really? So am I a white boy from Texas who happens to speak Spanish fluently. Let's stop the division. I'm proud to be from El Paso, Texas. We're all Americans. Thank you. Nobody, James, nobody knows that more than me. Like, have you not tuned in and listened, like, how much I don't care about race? Like, at all. Not even interested in the least. Not something that uh, to be concerned with. Uh, <clears throat> wow, these, these, these billboards look amazing. Good job. Uh, yes, very good. Carrasco for Penasco, Eddie. Hey, there it is. <laughs> uh, just win, baby. Al Davis said it for sure. Uh, definitely do do that. Okay, so I've got to get to these uh, numbers that I said that I would. And, and the reason for doing them across text message and then, of course, doing them via call is you got to get kind of get something that's verifiable. Okay. So we don't, we, we don't have pollsters that we can trust. We can't trust Brian Sanderhoff. We can't trust public polling. We can't trust any of this stuff because that is their form of electioneering. Remember, polls are oppression. When McCluskey drops his uh, ignorant poll, it'll be the same exact thing, okay? So we're actually calling people, and the sample size is considerably larger, okay? And this is what, what I ran off uh, yesterday. Yeah, Greg Payne, everyone's sending me stuff about Greg Payne now, no doubt. Yeah. Careful, uh, tell Dow there are two one. There are two of them. One was the one he mentioned, and another is a Rhino senator who retired last election. And Craig Morton ran for his seat. Greg Payne. Ah, I don't, I don't know. That pains me. What, what, what else can I say? Um, what was really interesting were these these numbers that I got yesterday that I, I looked and I said, we got 58,000 plus text messages that went out, 58,000. And of those responses, of those proportion, you had 37.5% that said that they would vote. It's almost exactly the number from the calls that they would vote for me. They're not, they didn't all respond. A lot of people opted out. We had a 5.5% opt out rate on that whole thing. I mean, this is important stuff. So Pay attention to the numbers. I think they are what make an election. The more people you contact, the more you can get closer to zero. Because, of course, you don't have that uh, loss that comes in with all that. Let's hit the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, Hour 2, up next. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. A FDA committee will meet to discuss authorizing COVID vaccine boosters for Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. The meeting set to happen Thursday and Friday. The FDA panel will also look at data of a booster that differs from the original vaccine received and is described as a mix-and-match booster. The Moderna and J&J boosters are being considered for adults 18 and up only. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is visiting the U.S.-Mexico border today in Yuma to talk with Customs and Border Protection officials. 
Graham expected to address the issue of security along the U.S.-Mexico border. Graham is touring illegal immigrant processing facilities and meeting with border officials. President Biden has yet to visit the U.S.-Mexico border. And you're listening to USA Radio News. On January 29th of last year, I was a stroke victim, but some patients can't even get the proper medication because of stringent insurance practices. Doctor, doesn't seem like America, does it? No, it does not. And first of all, I'm very sorry that you had that experience. Uh, it is not like America. This is not the way it should be. TCSK9 inhibitors, which were uh, released and appro- approved rather by the FDA in 2015, the summer of 2015, uh, have experienced uh, unprecedented barriers for access by the payers of the insurance companies. They're human monoclonal antibodies made by an immortal cell line. They're not little drugs that are just punched out on an assembly line. Wow. Um, but what I can tell you is this, that uh, the PCSK9 inhibitors um, clearly lower LDL cholesterol effectively. I mean, that has been well documented. If you think you have a heart problem, what's the best thing to do? Oh, my God. If you think you have a heart problem, talk to your doctor. The pain at the pump continues across the nation. Crude oil prices were up in recent days, and analyst Krilby Lundberg says that means gasoline prices rose too. Gasoline prices moved up six cents per gallon to three dollars thirty-one cents, one dollar and seven cents higher than it was a year ago. And with crude prices on the upswing, Lundberg says expect to see the hikes continue at least for the coming few weeks. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Southwest Airlines is blaming thousands of canceled flights on air traffic control issues and bad weather. The flight tracking website FlightAware reports Southwest has canceled 30% of its schedule on Monday and has canceled over 2,000 flights since Saturday. There's also speculation the problems were caused by employee sick calls in response to a new federal COVID-19 vaccine mandate. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. We're learning more on the U.S. Navy engineer and his teacher wife being arrested for trying to sell submarine secrets to a foreign government. In reality, the FBI were the ones who the engineer was trying to get rich from. Journalist David Sanger on CNN tells us what he knows. The uh, engineer's name is Jonathan Tobey, and he and his wife are accused of having offered on their own to provide information about the naval propulsion systems for Virginia-class submarines. They were... Um, uh, trying to make sure they did dead drops in uh, parts. My favorite uh, fact in this entire one, if you believe the allegations, they took a uh, basically a USB card, a chip, and they uh, buried it inside a peanut butter sandwich and dropped it off at a uh, at a park in West Virginia. The couple is expected to appear in federal court in Martinsburg, West Virginia, on Tuesday. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pride. California Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom has signed legislation that requires gender-neutral retail departments in toy stores. The bill was authored by Assemblymember Evan Lowe, 
who declared that it was inappropriate to imply that toys should be one gender <laughs> instead of another. Stores can still have boys and girls sections so long as they create one gender-neutral area. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Bird. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600 Rock of Talk. Dot com Howard Sue coming right at you right here in the 505 with D. Dowd Muska, the Dow 3000 here. You can watch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV Podcasting, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, you can download the apps for rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com and then get all the great analysis like you do every single day at rockoftalk.chat. We've got a lot to get to. Had a lot of fun on Friday. Uh, happy Columbus Day to everybody. If you want to see our write-up uh, from that, you can go ahead and uh, pick it up directly at rockoftalk.chat, uh, and uh, really just an overall, you know, a, a good weekend for the people who were involved with our campaign and what we're doing to try and change the city and improve the situation. It's a serious job. It calls for serious time with serious people who have real solutions, and uh, it's about numbers. And remember, this is all about data, doing things right, getting it perfect. Like, you shouldn't be getting your ass kicked in court every single time uh, that you go there and say, oh, we didn't cheat, we didn't cheat. It, it should never have even been a question. We got across the line, 3,305 signatures without one being thrown out. We worked hard. We got it done. Uh, we were effective. Uh, we were serious. We were deliberate. Uh, deliberate. And I think, uh, you know, getting the job done is what this is all about. Every single time that they've thrown something at us, we've come at them harder. I worked tirelessly. I realized that uh, you may or may not like me. And just like you may or may not have liked Trump, it wouldn't have mattered. It's about people who are willing to get the job done and willing to be accountable. We made some commitments last week. I want to remind everybody of that stuff because I think it's very important uh, that we continue to discuss these commitments, just like we discuss the numbers that come out to you every single day and uh, we're able to track it. I mean, when you're over 70,000 phone calls and uh, 58,000 text messages and you've got stats and you can prove it and stand behind your work, that's what people need. That's what the accountability that the voters need, the people, the citizens for the city of Albuquerque. Can you imagine what we can do? And just imagine how I've run this, okay? And I haven't, I'm not a campaign manager, okay? But I am my own campaign manager in all this. And, uh, you know, uh, Joe Monahan starts asking me all about T-shirts and hats that you're putting. Uh, there's a reason why we have our people uh, getting T-shirts and hats. It's very low, low budge, but very high, high impact. When you spend money on commercials, it's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous the amount of impact that you don't have by having a TV commercial because people are not watching the television. Now, when you have somebody running around with an Eddie Aragon T-shirt or an Eddie Aragon hat or have an Eddie Aragon sign or they have an Eddie Aragon bumper sticker, those are four points of contact. Home, right? Person. Think about this. Just, just break it down really easily. Home person travel okay so if you're out and about you're out and about basically three ways you're going to church a congregation that's person okay uh thank you legacy for making sure that all the republicans were included there was a nice sheet that was handed out by legacy church very very surprised to see them do that good job by steve smotherman uh good job by the people over at calvary chapel thanks for accommodating us and our sign holders uh, who are out there uh, making sure that we're toting our signs because you know these are two groups that we got to get to together the churches are so incredibly powerful, folks. You guys got to realize just how much pull, influence, how much, uh, you know, how much they impact these elections. 
These two guys, both Skip and Steve, have been at the front of the line. I think Steve a little bit more than than Skip in battling the governor. And he's come out, even risking his own 501c3. Uh, so that should absolutely, 501c4, right? Is that correct, down to 501c4? Uh, church is so. three. Church is three, okay. So they've been doing what they can to kind of keep people open. They understand that the churches are places that can help a community, bring people together, help them in their time of solace so they're not turning to drugs or alcohol or suicide or whatever they term uh, ultimately decide to do. So that this is a very important uh, niche, okay? So we've covered the person. So if people are running around in Eddie Aragon shirts and hats. Some people don't like to wear shirts. They just don't, right? So they will wear the hat. Lots of older men uh, love hats, right? Uh, lots of kids love hats. And the thing is, is for my, uh, for my, for my bros out there, they can turn the hat around, no? And they put fight for 505 right on the front. It'll look bad, bro. And it says fight on the front. And I just love that. And if you want to go pick up one of those, you can pick those up at the Republican Party headquarters and you can do that. So that's one point of contact. Okay, second point of contact, home signs, right? Oh, your neighbors, your friends, uh, who's doing what and how. I can't even believe there's keep color signs that around about right now. Why would anyone want to keep a man with such a terrible track record over the last four years? I mean, and then, you know, and Manny Gonzalez isn't any, isn't any different. Like these two men are very political in their ways. They try not to be. One really likes to be liked and the other guy wants you to really like him. And like, I don't care about being liked. There's a damn job that needs to get done. We made a commitment. If we don't cut down the homeless by 75%, we don't, we don't cut down homicides by 50%. I'm out. Okay. It's not an ultimatum, you idiot, uh, Pete Tonelli. And, and Pete Tonelli is a bona fide idiot. Absolutely. I mean, the guy who's, you, you can't take a man seriously if he's referring to people like me as defier. I mean, no oh, yeah. one, no, you, no one's, that's not serious talk. And you know, there's also some first and second graders who have, uh, who do a better job with spelling, grammar, and punctuation as well. Yeah, yeah that's that certainly, certainly true. And, and he's an attorney, no less. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. Oh, my. Well, no, no, that, that's absolutely real. Okay. Just, okay. And the third is cars. Okay. And cars are two ways, on people's cars and then on people's billboards as you're going by the way, okay? Then there's media, right? And everyone's like, oh, you're not on TV. I'm like, I'm on TV three hours every every dang day for three hours. And I'm on the radio and I'm leveraging my platform, what I'm doing. All fairness, my uh, competitors are welcome to uh, have pure and complete access to this and it's fun. And I have not run a single commercial on my radio station. So just so you know, I have not made a media buy on my own radio station because that's the first thing I'm going to be accused of, right? Oh, you just paid yourself. You're just giving yourself and your company more money. I'm like, I'm not, I don't need to run commercials on my station. If these guys want to run commercials all day long on the station, they could do it. Maybe I'll consider buying it, but I'm not going to buy commercials on my own station to, to run commercials on my own station so I can pay myself. Everybody who knows and people should understand this. Everybody who knows our campaign and what we're doing, this is the same way that we're going to run the city of Albuquerque. We're going to do the right thing. We're going to do what's fair. And uh, we're going to do what's honest and be upfront with people. So there's some, um, you know, in other places, oh, even though it pains me, pains me greatly where we're going to be uh, putting our, you know, commercial radio and our commercial. And I do everything. I literally do everything that we do here in our campaign. Plus our volunteers, you know, we would be nothing without them. We'd be nothing without uh, the people who help assemble a lot of our information uh, without, uh, you know, Nancy and Michael and um, Natalie and uh, the people who work hard to 
to do things uh, behind the scenes. Nick is, I mean, just good, good people, just solid people all the way. Eddie, I don't know. I don't think you probably want to give their names out, but I saw one photo on social media. You had people out above a, uh, I think you said it was a four foot by 16 foot Eddie flag holding it over the freeway. <laughs> I mean, you've got people, some dedicated people. Those are people that are inspired. But I mean, yeah. could, but could you imagine down also seeing your candidate like out there, putting himself out there or herself out there every single day? So they're inspired because I'm inspired by them. And, uh, yep. you know, it just keeps kind of spinning out. Why did the troops love Stonewall Jackson? Because he was down in the hip deep in the muck, fixing bridges along with his boys. It's absolutely true. All right. So we got lots of uh, lots of billboards that are out there. If anybody wants to go ahead and get involved in the campaign, just text me uh, directly, 550-5500. And yet no one bats an eyelash when it comes to Elizabeth Warren, a.k.a. Pocahontas, and where's the open mic Monday during commercials? I don't know. <laughs> open mic Monday? Uh, do, we, do, do I do an open mic Monday on commercials? Is someone wanting me to just talk through the commercials? That would be. Uh, Eddie, you need a headband essay, 505 and the 4.6. <laughs> I like this it. This guy just loves uh, just getting me to talk like that. So I pretty much, he knows that he's almost writing for that voice. So I see his name and it pops through and I'm like, hey, Eddie, what's going on? Uh, Eddie, on the ballot machine question, I'd like to be able to see the scan and confirm what was scanned and what I selected. The vote only needs to be seen by the person who voted. Uh, that will happen when pigs fly. Uh, that will be never. You will never be able to do that. That is the uh, great mischaracterization. Eddie, how can we get... Uh, RP&M to rent billboards. I'll tell you what, billboards, you can just get a bunch of people together and start buying billboards yourself. Uh, on the ITN Deming, ITN Deming Freeway, at least six available out here. Shular and Landmark won't get lower than $500 a month and they sit empty. It is bad. Uh, do you guys know what meat McDonald's will use now to lower emissions for their new goals? <laughs> That's weird. Have you ever seen one of those one of those uh, sandwiches, uh, Dowd, like Harden Up? Have you ever seen... Them get real bad like that. It's it's bad. Meatless meat. Ooh. It's bad. Five fifty fifty five hundred. Uh, let's get to some news, uh, shall we? Dowd had a uh, an important write up for today that we must pay attention to because it's talking about vaccine. One of the things that uh, we are going to be, I am going to get uh, continually criticized by, is the vaccination. And if you go look at Vermont, the place for Bernie Sanders. I don't know. I I don't even know what Bernie Sanders sounds like. That was a that was a terrible. Billionaires and billionaires, billionaires and billionaires. Hey, Bernie, you're a millionaire. Uh, billionaires and billionaires, billionaires and billionaires. Back to the Vermont problem. Vaccinated deaths coming to New Mexico. Tell us about uh, what you're seeing in Vermont. This is very interesting and uh, one of the reasons that I advocate so hard for medical choice now. Yeah, well, you know, to heck with that Alex Behrens and that real journalist, former New York Times journalist, who's heard, I think, pretty much every Friday now on Clay and Buck, a national program heard on this very radio network and of course i was listening on friday for his regular gig and he mentioned this statistic about the majority even the strong majority of people in in this the, the green mountain state of vermont i i have been there several times and uh our, our beloved bernie comes from there uh, a lot of septuagenarian hippies up there but anyway uh, berenson said to clay and buck uh, i think they were both on the show last week i think that one of them's flying solo at least today that 76 i think it was 76 percent of vermonters who were classified as dying from covid19 in the entire month of september were vaccinated of course we'll put the vaccination in quotes uh vaccinated people 76 percent i went i went and i checked the numbers and he's absolutely right there's been a couple of brave people in that state writing about this phenomenon and so 
it just got me to thinking. Uh, I started just kind of randomly looking at other states, including our own state, and, and trying to find out what those statistics are. I mean, how prevalent is that? 76% of the fatalities in one month were, were the so-called vaccinated. What I found was kind of frustrating because states are all over the map, literally and figuratively, on this. They're not doing a really good job sort of presenting apples-to-apples data and oranges-to-oranges data so we can really get a deep dive on this. You know, what states are really bad in terms of the so-called vaccinated people dying? What states is it still on the rarish side? Now, in New Mexico, they do report this data, uh, and they actually report it in a timely way, and we'll, I'll show you that statistic in, in a second. But um, Virginia, they lump all of their vaccinated deaths together going back to January, which really doesn't tell you a lot because people – just started taking the vaccine, those, well, let's call them the shots, uh, back in January. I think basically people, numbers really didn't start rolling out in significant degrees until about April, May when people in the country started taking these shots. So it was only the, you know, the, the worst case, the most susceptible people getting those early shots in January and February. So well, Virginia doesn't give you a very useful statistic. Oregon did give us a pretty good number. Uh, they actually had 23% of, the, of their COVID deaths were from the so-called vaccinated in August. In September, it actually went down a little bit, down to 17.5%. So we're starting to see these numbers all over the map. You're talking about over three quarters in Vermont, but down to under 20% in Oregon. And of course, those are very different places, very different states. New Mexico, as again, I, I'm always complaining about the public, they call it the public dashboard, where you can go for the one-stop shopping for all the statistics. The vaccination numbers in terms of cases, hospitalizations, and deaths, again, I told them weeks ago they should start posting this, not on the public dashboard. You've got to go digging into the epidemiology reports, which requires a lot more digging, and it's not that bad if you're a professional researcher, but most people aren't professional researchers. Our numbers are, for the four weeks between September 6th and October 4th, only 8.5, uh, so round up to 9% of deaths were among the vaccinated, but what's it's a little more interesting when you look at the hospitalization numbers. 14.3% of people hospitalized during those four weeks were the so-called vaccinated. And get this, for that four-week period, our cases, 23%, almost one in four of the people who tested positive for the germ were among the vaccinated. And that can't happen if the vaccine is the magic bullet it's been peddled to us for a year and a half as. It can't happen if one in four uh, in, our, in our state have that. And I put a quote. It's interesting that uh, our beloved Rachel Maddow, MSNBC chief moonbat, uh, she lives about 20 or 30 miles south. She has a nice home in a town oh, in western oh. Massachusetts. Uh, she could go right up to Vermont and find out for herself what those numbers are. Back in March, here is what she said. <clears throat> Uh, let's see, a vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus, but the virus does not infect them. Uh, we know that's not true. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. We know that's not true. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to get it more people. We know that's not true. Uh, this means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. If we just go fast enough to get the whole population vaccinated, it's huge news. Uh, she said that at the end of March, and a state, a 20-minute drive from her home in western Massachusetts, is now refuting this Rachel Maddowism, Fauciism. Now, I don't know if we'd ever get in a week or a month or six months, if we're ever going to get to those Vermont statistics where three-quarters of our deaths 
are from vaccinated. We're only going to know that moving forward. I, I think I've learned in the last year and a half to make predictions about how the coronavirus behaves, how people will respond, uh, how people respond to the coronavirus, how people respond to lockdowns. Uh, a lot of uh, very foolish people like Rachel Maddow have made very, very foolish statements. But my question is, why are we not hearing more about this? Why are we not hearing more about Vermont? Why are we not exploring what's the likelihood that this is going to come our way again and again and again? The experts have been wrong, 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 wrong. They've never paid any price from this. Uh, they continue to make these grandiose statements. I guess Fauci uh, said the other day, oh, uh, I think by the middle of t- uh, 2022, uh, we should be back to normal. Um, have we learned anything from this, ladies and gentlemen? The virus doesn't care what Rachel Maddow or Tony Fauci say about it. And in fact, the virus seems to be defying most of these policies that have been implemented, whether you're talking about uh, lockdown policies, whether you're talking about medicine, so-called medicine being, being administered to, to people, uh, people who willingly accept it on, in many cases. The virus seems to have a mind of its own. And the fact that we have ignored centuries and centuries of wisdom that we've gained from how you fight a disease outbreak and reversed it and gone into lockdown, quarantine, social distancing, uh, vaccinating during the pandemic, which a lot of public health experts say is actually maybe supercharging the vaccine, uh, supercharging the germ, you know, proliferating different variants of this. We've learned nothing from this. Our experts have been wrong again and again and again. And uh, I'm just sort of floating that out there, folks. Vermont, if you don't believe, if you don't believe me, just look at the data from Vermont. And I think we in New Mexico need to be aware of that and we need to watch this moving forward. Uh, Dowd, I think uh, the question, uh, despite your incredibly intricate and uh, very thorough job in you know, discussing all of this and uncovering this information, which mainstream media uh, is not providing, I think your question about why are we not seeing this is very simple. For everybody because it affects impacts their narrative and their agenda and i don't know how many times we can repeat this until we're blue in the face it is that simple folks i do understand like we're not trying to come up with something uh for the per- like this is data driven there isn't guesswork we're not talking about the vaccine we're not talking you're literally hearing four out of five people who have died in vermont are fully vaccinated think about that for a second let's not forget when it comes to the vaccinated, that they are vaccinated for COVID-19, which was a year and a half ago. This is why you guys are getting boosters and all this other crap that's going along with this stuff. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. And I'm not happy. And uh, I know a lot of other people who are not happy and helping me push back. You know, Sandia National Labs, I've got so many of you guys who are behind me. I got the people over at Los Alamos National Labs who are behind me and what I'm doing. Uh, you like the fact that we continue to fight back on behalf of, 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 and we know that you're intelligent and you're smart. I'm not as smart as you scientists. I'm not as smart as you at LANL or SNL or any of these places. You are intelligent people, but you are being threatened with your livelihood. You don't have the sort of confidence that I do to say, well, okay, if they can get rid of me, whatever, I'm going to go do something else, right? I, I think you guys are are very conventional you're very focused. You are very diligent. You um, are very disciplined. And, and with all of that, you follow this career path and you don't oftentimes think about anything until you're going to be done. You are the most trusted employees, period. Everybody loves a scientist, right? Everybody loves a nerd. They just love them. 
they won't do any wrong. They're going to go along with it. And they have come to a point where they're like willing to push back. These are the nicest guys in the world. They're scientists, <laughs> right? You can, it's impossible not to get along with them. Yet the government has figured out a way to start pushing these people out. Those 350 people who push back and they're like, this vaccine may not be that great. We understand that there's reports coming out of vac- about uh, Vermont and Dow, the Dow 3000 has told us that this is happening and I'm not going to do this. I'm a, as much as I'm afraid about losing my job, I'm more afraid of losing my life. That's where we are. So we'll leave it there. 550, <laughs> And finally, Eddie, I just yeah, final sure. point on this. Uh, I have been thinking the last week or two and doing my own research. Uh, I will, and I'm going to make this publicly, uh, make this public announcement right now. You might want to pull over if you can find a safe spot, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research. I will be taking the shot sometime in the next few uh, weeks or months. I've been doing a lot of research, right. and uh, it's been 15 years since my last tetanus shot. I spend a lot of time with dogs. Uh, my dogs love me and jump all over me and scratch me up. Uh, Corrales is a very rural setting, and the more I look, the more I think the science bears out. I've already had the original tetanus shot. I've had a booster in my 20s. Uh, it's been well over 10 years since I've had a tetanus booster. Uh, in light of the fact that uh, this is some nasty stuff, this bacterium that gets into you, if you get a, a scratch and it's got you know, dirt, fecal matter in it, and I'm around dogs all the time, I will be getting the shot sometime this winter. I will be yeah, getting my tetanus of- booster <laughs> shot. <laughs> that was the point of clarification I needed from you, young man. Yep. Thank you <laughs> Uh, Eddie, what about those that died after the second shot, but before the 15 days to be considered fully vaxxed? Not considered vaxxed? It's a good question, Dowd. Yeah, I've seen um, no, no is, coverage of that. Yeah, imperfect vaccination can enhance the transmission of highly virulent pathogens. That is from a report coming out of PLOS Biology. Uh, it's a research article, P-L-O-S, Dowd, mm-hmm. Biology. Um, that's coming in from our friend over at SNL. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Eddie, don't do it, Dowd Muskrat. There it is. Did it it for you. Um, Eddie, this is a dialogue between me and another person. I'm an avid listener of your show. Uh, The exchange from one person says, I've been praying for your family. People are terrified. She's wanting to know if she gets to keep her pension. He did get fired on Thursday. This is a woman talking about her husband who was fired. So he retired from seeing him in 2016, but we were still needing his other income. We've been saving up so we're not completely strapped. We were filing suit with a group of other Sandias. Many of our Los Alamos lab workers are also being fired right now for not taking the vaccination. If they file for religious exemption, they're putting them on leave without pay. Wow, that's crazy. This is getting to be a bit too much. You think? You think? Uh, Eddie, don't forget, if you die within two weeks after getting the vax, you are counted as unvaccinated. I think we've heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the VAERS data on death. Uh, let's see. 3,874 people have died from the Pfizer BioNTech. Uh, 3,518 have died from the Moderna. 762 from the Janssen. 146 have died from a vaccine not specified. And then there's uh, various other stuff. Uh, I guess you can die from other types of vaccinations. DTaP, Hep A, Hep B, HPV, only four have died from the Gardasil 9, uh, one from the Gardasil. Uh, of the influenza, 
The flu zone, quadrivalent, six people have died from that. Two people have died from the flu, laval, quadrivalent. I mean, that'll tell you. I mean, those numbers are astronomical. How do you go from two people dying from a flu vaccine to 3,874 from the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine? A little food for thought there, folks. Uh, okay, very good. I'm glad you are. Uh, hi, Eddie. Uh, look what I just stumbled upon. This is coming from the blaze. People are really continuing to talk more and more about the vaccination. Somebody told me today, is like, uh, are you that type of Republican who doesn't get vaccinated? It's like, <laughs> damn right. I'm exactly. School gave laptops to kids during the pandemic. Then they spied on the students for their own good. Wow. Yeah. Keep that, keep that uh, state-sanctioned laptop out of there. Eddie, you can retire if you die from the vaccine. More people have died from the COVID shot than any other vaccine in the history of the world. Bernalillo County manager is Jim Long's uh, is Jim Long's wife, Julie Baca. Huh. Okay, I, I guess. Uh, Eddie, I'm seeing sites, non-mainstream, reporting that Vax Delta Airlines pilot died in flight in the last two weeks. Not sure if that is true. Based upon the data that we're seeing, so I guess that might be correct. All right, uh, 529 here in the Kiva. When we return, we'll have Murder Mike. We'll check in on uh, what's happening over the weekend. He's listening to the Scanners, and uh, we are wishing young Daryl Hall, yeah, all of uh, 75 years young. This is one of my favorite, favorite Hall & Oates songs. Say it isn't so. This is so good. He's 75 years old today. Where has the time gone? How about that? <laughs> 75 years old. 5.30, back in four.
Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what what about about the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with the purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. 
Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Make us godly again.com. Charles there in the background. I think that's uh, who's doing all that. Or is it uh, Jamie Foxx? Oh, no, it is Jamie Foxx. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, such a good song. It really is. Uh, one of uh, I love Kanye. And back in uh, 2018, the crazy Kanye West, an ardent supporter of Donald Trump, visited the White House where he delivered a rambling 10-minute monologue as the president looked on. <laughs> you know what? I think I've listened to that a couple of times. He's pretty good. Um, he did, he didn't want to run for president. He was Democrat, right? Oh, want to be Republican. Didn't care about it on any of that stuff. And there it is. We're, we're going to need more personalities like Kanye. He's now, uh, out on the, uh, wild front frontier of Wyoming. Is that not correct? Oh, I believe so. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's far from the, the Kardashians as he can get. <laughs> I know one place the Kardashians don't want to go and that's Wyoming. <laughs> That's that's how you know it's a good state, ladies and gentlemen. No. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's check in with uh, Murder Mike. What's happening on the uh, Skinner shelf there? Uh, how's it look, Murder Mike? Uh, how was the weekend? Well, boy, I'm telling you, Eddie, it was a weekend. Um, to go down in the history books is one of the craziest weekends I've seen in a while, for sure. What? So I'm gonna check. What? Wait, I picked up the paper. There's nothing in the paper, Mike. What are you talking about? Well, you know what? There's a lot that is in the paper or in the media, but what? I know I went. To, I went to two different shootings. Uh, personally, I went to two of them. I didn't even hear about that. I heard on the scanners. Okay, let's okay. Uh, let's slow it down. Speak clearly in a measured tone so we can understand what went down in the uh, 505 over the uh, last weekend of the balloon. Okay. Fiesta. Well. Uh, well, beginning with the, the story you alluded to earlier, at 2.30 this morning, the Bernalillo County building in downtown Albuquerque was vandalized with gunshots to the windows. The building was set to be open on Monday today, but will remain closed through Tuesday. More than 800 employees will continue working remotely until repairs are completed. No injuries were reported, and both a BCSO and APD are investigating. And then moving to the weekend, uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock in the evening, 
an Albuquerque police officer and two public service aides were hit by a drunk driver while drifting traffic near the balloon fiesta park Friday. Oh, no. Come on, man. We never have those kind of incidents during balloon fiesta. I realize that everyone's, you know, know, tying one on for the balloon fiesta, you know, breaking the champagne, but I can tell you that that is not something that often happens. Uh, And the balloons didn't even go up. How do you... No, how do you get and all I don't plastered? remember the recent history of that happening. How do you get all pedo over there at the balloon fiesta? No, over there. No, no balloon. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it's reported that Brandon Baldwin, age 36, was yeah. driving eastbound on Alameda uh, when he hit the PSAs and the officer. Uh, An officer actually hit the PSAs. An officer nearby tried to stop Baldwin but was also hit. Baldwin was eventually taken into custody later on, and the three officers are all recovering, and Baldwin is being charged on an open charge of uh, driving while intoxicated and, I think, vehicular assault. How about so, how about uh, involuntary manslaughter uh, charges? Can you have that, an attempted involuntary manslaughter? Is that even a charge? Do you know, Dowd, if that's a charge? I don't think that's no, I don't know. I think I just made that up, but that's really bad. Uh, yeah, that, that 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 struck me as unusual. Was that in the morning or the night? Was he doing that early mornings? Uh, no, that was at seven o'clock in the evening during the oh. height of the balloon because of rush hour. Oh well, and least... it was intentional, from what the officers were telling me. No, nothing's intentional except his stupidity. All right, what's next? Well, on Friday and Saturday night, we had a total of five, if you count them. Or six, if you count one other, shootings in the Albuquerque area. Wow. Friday night, in fact, I called you on this one. Uh, Friday night at 9.45, APD responded to a shooting at 3.20 Pennsylvania Northeast. I wait, wait, you scene. called I, me Friday night on this? Yeah, I went to the scene and uh, I, I, actually, I got there how before How does it that I did not get your call on Friday? <laughs> how did I not get your call on Friday? You know what? I, oh, yeah, I had to turn it early. I was doing the KRQE. The morning extravaganza with the balloon. Right, okay, which you did right. dynamite. I must admit, oh, I, I stayed up for that. Wow, you 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 really stayed up all the way through the morning. I didn't realize I was well, that big actually, of a draw I've from Murder I've been up since Friday night. So Friday, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night before it crashed. So, yeah, uh, upon arrival, that uh, AP found uh, a male, age 31, suffering from multiple GSW dust gunshot wounds. Uh, he was transported to UNMH Hospital in serious and critical condition. The officers handled that investigation perfectly. I mean, I was on scene. I watched the whole thing unfold, so I was there. That's nice to hear. So Good. I don't know why anybody else didn't report it, but it, it happened. On Saturday Good. night, there was four additional shootings, one in, at, in the Lomas and Incantada area. Where, where is that? Wait, 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 wait. Slow down. What, for our listeners, where is that, Mike? Uh, Lomas and Incantada, that's up there by Tramway and Lomas. Okay. Yeah, always. That's, uh, that's the, the new war zone has moved over into that area. That's correct. The Sandia Vista Apartments is a, a big one. In fact, that's where the, an additional shooting occurred later on at 0100 hours at the Sandia Vista Apartments at 901 Tramway Northeast. Oh the victim was a male, age 27, with a, multi, with a GSW to the arm, non-lighting threatening injuries. And there were two additional shootings in the valley. So, and I want 
think it's time to thank Ken Sanchez. You know, but the guy comes in and helps me about two or three hours a day yep. to translate all my codes into some kind of story that is we can read over the air. So I mean, otherwise it'd be a ten eighteen into twenty seven nine into a thirty nine three. So you know that kind of stuff. So let's move to the stats, shall we? On Friday there was five assaults, six domestic disturbance calls, seven shots fired calls. Six intoxicated individuals, one commercial burglary, six general disturbance calls, and one drunk driving call. That was the boom fiesta part. On Saturday, Saturday night, everything exploded. I mean, the, the, the scanners were nonstop all night long. There was 13 assaults, 12 domestic disturbance calls, 19 shots fired, Nine intoxicated individuals, two commercial burglary, one residential burglary, 13 general disturbance calls, three suicide calls, two drug overdoses, three drunk driving arrests, and one armed robbery at Western Skies and Central. And at 9.30 in the morning, there was a stabbing at the Mountain View Apartments. That's over there at 2323 Catherine. You know, you know those apartments. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the victim sustained a stab wound to the chest. The offender was a neighbor who was obviously mental, but he is in custody. And there was five mental patient calls. So moving along quickly here, uh, there was on Sunday there was four assaults. Two female and two male were assaulted. Different calls. Mm-hmm. Three domestic disturbance. Mm-hmm. Eight shots fired, one intoxicated individual, three suicides, three drunk driving, one mental patient. And I got the the numbers for the weekend. There was a total of 22 assaults, 27 domestic disturbance calls, 41 what? shots fired calls. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so the 41 happens over what period of, of time? Uh, that just uh, Friday Sunday? through Sunday. Friday through Sunday, okay. Uh, 21 intoxicated individuals, 19 general disturbance calls, two armed robberies, three commercial burglaries, one residential burglary, six suicide calls, and seven mental patient calls. So, and of course, the five. Let me ask you very quickly, are all these being mostly concentrated in a few pockets of town, uh, same areas as always? Um, a lot of them are, and a lot of them are spread out. It depends on the call. Again, sometimes a call can come out. Usually sometimes there's yeah, the domestic, two or three yeah, different the, codes. Yeah, the domestics are everywhere. And then when it yeah. comes to the assaults, we know that those are in the southeast heights or the, the uh, uh, near northeast heights. Uh, when we're looking at that, is that is that about right? Uh, we're looking at the, a lot of the assaults, uh, pretty much, yeah. or they'll be, the or they'll be upside on the the west side, Valley Gardens, that area, correct? Yeah, there's also, and of course, at the the various motels and stuff where the uh, homeless, where we have a problem, individuals, yeah. problem uh, properties, anyway. General disturbance calls, they're they're practically all over yeah, the place. I mean, they can course. range yeah, from yeah. somebody banging on windows to, you know, somebody trashing car windows to breaking things. So the and, general disturbance calls, though, Murder Mike, I mean, when we're thinking about just general disturbance, wouldn't just like a good neighborhood patrol or, you know, people or when you make those phone calls in, it's like, hey, there's a little bit of a disruption or we're not really sure. We haven't seen those. Those That's a general disturbance call. You know, just having a patrol in the area might subdue a lot of that and keep a lot of the 
the riffraff down uh, over time. And I think, you know, because people feel emboldened the more they, they drink or drugs or just hanging out with good times, I think that would be, be good. So that's all over. Good patrol would be helpful for that. Uh, what else? Yeah. Uh, neighborhood, neighborhood watches, uh, they used to have those. They don't, don't do. We have them, not but, done that in a long time. Yeah, that's not something people used to have the uh, neighborhood eye with the watch and that would all be there. But, you know, people don't even know their neighbors anymore. But uh, we'll No, talk. Uh, and, and most of them don't even want to, you know. And, yeah, you know, that's and something a good I was point. thinking about over the weekend, yep. I don't know what for what it's worth. Sure. But I wonder how many how many times or even if the, the current mayor, uh, Keller, has ever done a ride along with a police officer in, a, in the war zone. Yeah. So I would just or, say I would I would I would say this. I don't know that that would matter much. I think it would be better for him to take a bigger overview of what's happening and study the the policy, the uh, the hits in the real time crime center and have a better understanding of. When, he, when the real-time crime center is operating at what level, is, if it's operating at 115% or if it's, you know, sort of at 70, 80% at what times. You're like, you right. just established, right. like, this is all math, right? We know that things uh-huh. happen and then we can start tracking moonbeams and moon bats, as uh, Dad would say, you know, and start trying to yeah. get them an idea about when things are going to start to happen. And then you kind of factor in, we know that during state fair time, Oh wow, the number of ODs is insane. We know that during balloon fiesta time, the number of DUIs or uh, certainly domestic violence uh, impacts because people are having a lot of parties. Things get out of control. Like we can account for that and be adaptable. I think that, and I think it's just very reactionary at this point. It's not proactive, and I, I don't know that Tim Keller needs to do a ride along so much as that he needs to pay attention to the paradigms that have been established. And and I don't even know because there's no transparency in Manny's. Uh, Manny Gonzalez's department. So we don't even know the first thing about what's happening. I mean, the guys didn't have lapel cameras until the last, you know, three, four months or whatever. But uh, right. there you go. Well, Any, I, anything? I know, go ahead. Well, I was just to say, I know that um, certain situations where it's a possible officer-involved shooting or a SWAT situation, I, I hear the commanding officer, you know, instruct all the officers to turn on their lapel cameras prior okay. to engaging in the event. So and that's, I do and that's that for them. And that's for them. And the victim. I mean, that's for, that's both sides. You definitely want someone kind of watching what happens right. during that because the the whole focus is an attempt to diffuse the situation. And if you record, you can record and understand who was able to diffuse the situation. You know, the kudos can be uh, done. It can be trained upon. But more importantly, the liability, not just for the city or the county, uh, the, as well as for the uh, person uh, who would be the perpetrator. The yeah. The, well, uh, let's not. Uh, 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 I'm not going to let I should, you. I guess maybe I, I should, yeah, do not I do not be quick to do that. That's something that's been ingrained in you. I mean, I just caught you. That's you, true. Yeah, you you literally just turned the perp into a victim because you think that that person who's in any time you're at the opposite end of a police officer. Let me assure you, as far as I'm concerned, and as your mayor, 100 percent of the time you are in the wrong. An officer is not going to be on the opposite side of you if you're doing good things, if you're doing the right things. An officer will not be present around you, has no interest in you, will not even pay attention to you, right? But as soon as there's a call or the disturbance, like, why can't we reestablish that culturally here? That stuff has been like, our, you know what our police officers are? And I don't want to go through all of the, you know, the rhyme and reason, the rank and file on any of that stuff. 100% certified good guys, period. Okay. They're out yeah. there to represent us. And if you're not taking that belief that they're good guys, 
then I don't think you should be running this city because you can't stand behind the officer. So, you know, what you're saying is what most people are saying. Oh, the victim, you know, the guy that was, oh, he was gunned down by officers. Like, no, he was asking for it. The guy's an a-hole. He's got a track record of this. And you know what? Uh, would love to be cool the guy, but he just couldn't stop it, his stuff. And I wish we could feel bad. My condolences to the family. But, you know, your family couldn't help him. Public couldn't help him. City couldn't help him. He was a problem. You know, he finally got to the point where it all, you know, culminated in an incident which resulted in something happening to him. And it is no result of what happened to the city of Albuquerque. Some scumbag lawyer from downtown with a D next to his name is going to go ahead and try and make a, uh, a balloon, a bank, you know, as much as they possibly right. can on something like that. And they look for that to exploit it. So we've got to have better officers, oh, excuse me, better attorneys uh, defending our city too. And I think that that's uh, very important. We got to change that culture, the way that that, that thinking, and, and I'm not getting down on you. It's just something that is very common. A lot of people are yeah, that's very, a, that was very wrong choice of words. Cause I run into officers. You must have known that though. Scene, You've been conditioned. And I can't tell you how many times that the, the media shows an officer doing a, a, a takedown that maybe excessive force was used. Oh, whoa, However, whoa, 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 whoa. Get rid of that word. I don't, that well, whole phrase. I mean, I'm no, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Again, uh, see, it, this is like all part of your chaining. You're, you're literally chaining. You're tracking this stuff all the time. You know the number of times that an officer uses excessive force? You want to tell you when it happens? You want to, you want to know what excessive force sounds like? Oh, well, let me, I know let, me let me give you let me give you scanners, what it, so let me yeah. give you, no it's not on the scanners this is what excessive force sounds like ow yeah ow ah ow well there's an officer going following a report because this guy said ow that's it that that's excessive force any that's level exactly right okay any level of pain to a perp uh, and they are perps on all this. They aren't victims. They're perps. Uh, that is immediately like, oh, we got to sit there six to eight hours to describe how we hurt a guy who is probably high on this and drunk on that uh-huh. and has a rap sheet two and a half inches thick. So we've got to fix our approach is all I'm saying and just change our attitude. That, that, uh, you, you are absolutely correct in that matter, too. And, you know, what they don't show is the fact that uh, when an officer has to use whatever force necessary to uh, get their uh, – suspect under arrest they don't show that they're wrestling and the suspect is going for the officer's gun with an attempt to shoot the officer and the officer has to take whatever means necessary to protect himself and we don't know that all we see is the three minutes where it shows the officer or officers taking down a suspect and they don't show the fact that the guy just tried to reach for an officer's gun and was going to kill him well so, so let's just know. go back to the uh the tracking with the cameras I don't think it's the best thing in the world, but I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world either. Um, you know, given the level of liability in the DOJ, I think the cameras for now are a good thing. Um, but until we establish that high level of trust with our officers, again, from the public, and that's something that the mayor's got to build the bridge for, and I can do that. I don't think Manny, from a law enforcement standpoint, can do that. Definitely Tim Keller cannot, because he's definitely not on the sides of, of the police officers, but I think we can get that done. Murder Mike, excellent reporting this weekend, sir. Thanks for your hard, diligent work and uh, staying on the scanners and uh, staying up to to watch me. Uh, you know, uh, I, I guess perform. It was fun. Yeah. So so I so got at the care. Ten minutes because I was trying to find. I was on the wrong channel, and at the same time, I was listening to a possible shooting in progress on the scanner. So it was a busy weekend. <laughs> so all the uh, the 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 uh, fun that I had, they had something that I'm very interested to try, and I didn't try because I didn't. You know how you like walk into some place and you're like, oh, I'm not really sure. I want to 
partake of whatever it is. I don't know if it's being offered or, you know, you don't want to just like crack into the donuts or crack it. They had something called a breakfast calzone. I didn't know what it was. So I'm very interested. If anybody knows where you, someone can get a breakfast calzone, I would be very interested in trying a breakfast calzone and see who puts something like that together. So uh, anyway, just something I, I'm, that's the one, one missed opportunity there, D. Dowd Muska. <laughs> calzone. I don't know. It just sounded. Some of our just, friends in Rio Rancho know what calzones are. <laughs> oh, they do. They absolutely do. All right, back on this day uh, in uh, 2004, ladies and gentlemen, the Vote for Change tour wrapped up in Washington D.C. with a concert featuring Bruce Springsteen, Pearl Jam, R.E.M., the Dave Matthews Band, Dixie Chicks, and James Taylor. The purpose of the tour was to get George W. Bush voted out of office in the November presidential election. We, of course, when you had the most uninspiring, corrupt candidate in John Kerry, it failed. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Back up to the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, the, the boss himself. There he goes. This is the Rock of Talk on the M1600 to IBA USA Radio News with Tim Burton. Southwest Airlines is continuing to cancel flights on this Columbus Day. According to the tracking website FlightAware, approximately 350 Southwest flights were canceled, although it's down from the more than 1,000 cancellations on Sunday. These frustrated passengers telling Fox News. We didn't find out till 5 o'clock this morning that it was canceled. And then we were on the phone for, what, seven hours. When I talked to them, they said they were having problems. They wouldn't say what it was. And you're lucky you got a flight. The airline saying the cancellations are due to air traffic control issues, bad weather, and staffing shortages. But there's speculation that the problems were caused by employee sick calls in response to the new federal vaccine mandate. A man from Kenya won the Boston Marathon yeah, on yeah. Monday. This is, this is USA Radio News. Ultimate amazing day. Hey, friends, it's John and Chelsea Jubilee, and here's my beautiful wife, Chelsea. Hi, women. I have a message just for you today. Every single day, we have women that in pain. Not physically, even though, yes, that is too, but in pain from suffering and hopelessness because they have tried every single thing to lose weight, and they can't. And they can't year after year after year, and they give up. They give up hope. They're desperate. They're in a dark place. But we have a light, a light of truth 
Science is a search for the truth that is known. In our breakthrough science of intercellular hydration, ladies, you will lose 15 to 20 pounds of solid fat every four weeks. Go on our website, look at the testimonials of real women just like you who were hopeless, but this changed their life. Outdoor trick-or-treating this Halloween. Many Americans still trying to decide what to do this Halloween, especially when it comes to the kids. Well, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the government's top infectious disease expert, says that it's an important time of year for kids to go out and have fun. You're outdoors for the most part, at least when my children were out there doing trick-or-treating, and enjoy it. Fauci saying people should still be extra careful with indoors celebrating, and overall, he reported that families can feel safe in part because the U.S. cases have been on the decline. Finally, from our New England Bureau for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Software developer Lewis Barclay is being banned by Facebook over his app. Barclay creating a browser extension called Unfollow Everything, which lets users unfollow everyone on their accounts, essentially eliminating the news feed. USA Radio News. Bingo fun fact number six, Americans spend over $90 million weekly on bingo. Why? When you can play Bingo Treasure for free. Go to BingoRadioUSA.com. Play from any device, your smartphone, tablet, or computer. The account is free. The play is free. Play one card. Play more. Chat with other players. Meet new friends. All free at BingoRadioUSA.com. That's BingoRadioUSA.com. Bingo from any device. Free. Free accounts are limited. A police officer in Georgia was fatally shot over the weekend. An Alamo, Georgia man is accused of gunning down a Georgia police officer during his first shift with the department was ambushed for the officer's arrest of a friend hours earlier. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation said 43-year-old Damian Anthony Ferguson has been charged with murder in the shooting death of Officer Dylan Harrison outside the Alamo Police Department early Saturday. The officer's brother, David Harrison, on Fox News, tries to make sense of this hateful crime. Yeah, he's going on a seventh year in law enforcement. He was a full-time agent with the Oconee Drug Task Force, uh, located here in middle Georgia. He had picked up part-time with the Alamo Police yeah. Department trying to make some extra cash. There's, there's no words to bring her husband back, bring my brother back, bring my parents' son back. His, his little boy, Brody, will never know his dad. He looks at me and sees the resemblance of me and Dylan and his eyes light up and it, it just hurts to think that he'll never get to see him again. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pride. Doctors are concluding the man accused of killing 10 people inside a Colorado grocery store back in March is not competent to proceed with his trial. According to the report, the King Super suspect has limited ability to communicate meaningfully with others and would not be able to help in his defense. A judge has already granted a request for a second evaluation from the Boulder District Attorney's Office. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. On the corner of Main Street, just trying to keep it in line. You say you want to move on, and you say I'm falling behind. Can you read my mind? Can you read my mind? 
chance to hang out with them once and it was pretty cool especially uh the drummer ronnie who's a super cool guy and it was a friend of my friend uh andrea catalano back in there she was actually uh dating a guy by the name of uh yeah benny binion benny binion jr and that's a very famous name uh back they hung out with him quite a little bit did a little real estate and had a lot of fun uh back in uh the Meadows in uh, Vegas. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hour three, commercial free, just uh, down to me. And Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You can find us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. And uh, we've got a big story, uh, one that's really not unfamiliar to any of you, and uh, all of you have been paying attention to it. It is a national story now. The Republican Party of the state of New Mexico has now come out to talk more about it, and that's important because... Uh, and I just want you to understand something, and th- this isn't to make it anything about me at all, but one of the reasons I'm running and why it's important to have uh, a Republican running for mayor, as well as our wonderful city council candidates, we have Dan Lewis, Lori 
Robertson, as well as Renee Grout. And we've put everything out, who you should vote for, vote505.com. My competitors are welcome to go ahead and have use the same access to our microphone and our airwaves as much as they like, uh, as long as they put it in writing and submit it uh, directly here. But uh, one of the reasons why we're pushing so hard is because we do not want Michelle Lujan Grisham in the fourth floor at the end of 2022. You have a chance to change that, but you can't change it without actually winning Albuquerque. So one of the reasons I'm in here and I'm fighting for the 505 is because if we don't win the 505, we can't win the, the, the rest of the state. And so it's incumbent upon us to do whatever we can to push. However hopeless you might feel about it, I'm still going to jump in. You can't tell me no. And, um, you know, it's disturbing how she has behaved during her governorship. Uh, she is not paying attention. She runs the state as if she has paid for all of it. And uh, we know that she has done nothing but embarrass our state at every turn. So uh, this is a very important story. Fox News picking up on this. And uh, thanks to uh, our wonderful texter in the 505 for pointing this out. I was going to get to this uh, maybe a little bit later on in the week with all the things and the haps that are happening here in Albuquerque. But Michelle Lujan Grisham has now paid out What's the what's the data say, Dowd? I mean, when 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 it comes to you know all all the said and done, she's looking at uh, what 150k? Is that what? Yeah, we're yeah. Uh, I, you know, the last number I heard and I it confirmed in the article in the Albuquerque Journal was around 62,500. Apparently, there's been another payment, 87.5, which brings you up to 100, a flat 150,000. Wow, uh, she she. I don't know if she's guilty of this accusation, but boy, she sure wants to make this thing go away with big bucks. Most criminals never have to pay that much uh, for restitution based upon the level of criminality that they might have. I mean, when is the last time, if ever, if ever, the only thing I can think of is a $250,000 payment uh, directly from uh, William... <laughs> William Bill Richardson to uh, to pay hush money to a sexual harassment uh, lawsuit, uh, $250,000 plus. And then, of course, you have uh, Susanna Martinez. I think she paid a significant amount of money as well. Um, you know, though, I think that was a, a little bit of a different experience. You had two willing parties um, and that was a different uh, thing altogether. And, and you know, all all judgment aside, the Susanna incidents or the Susanna relationship is far different than these two creepos. I mean, this is bad. This is, this is bad. sexual assault. And dare I say, is it is it possible rape? Can you say rape in, in this case of uh, Bill Richardson? Uh, let's get to Michelle Lujan Grisham. $150,000 paid to, um, well, this is, a, uh, by the way, the guy that she's paying it to is a Manny supporter. And uh, this is James Hallinan. He's helping run Mandy's campaign, but it, it doesn't matter. We're going to cover it because I think it's important. You know, we should not tolerate this type of behavior from our uh, public figures, particularly uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Reports in June said the Democrats campaign paid at least $62,500 to James Hallen. 2018 campaign spokesman who claimed the governor once dropped water on his lap and then, uh, no, no, didn't drop water. Literally, sprayed him with water on his crotch and then grabbed his crotch at the home of Deborah Armstrong, who's now retiring, retiring folks. This is not the type of incident that a department of ethics is going to be taking place. 
or, you know, taking, um, taking care of. So this is during a meeting months before that year's election. This is what, this is the shenanigans going on. The governor who has then denied the allegations said at the time that she decided to settle with Helena because she wanted to focus on the coronavirus pandemic. Does anybody believe that scumbag Michelle Lujan Grisham? Seriously. She's a total, she's a total decrepit piece of, you know what? Okay. I know that she's eyeing our race. She wants to do everything she could to, yeah, you know, doubt. We're in the eye of the storm. We just keep fighting. You keep punching us. We just keep fighting back. Right? It's just what we do. Well, I think Eddie, yes. you know, before we we move on, I mean, this is we're not camp- moving on. We're so we can okay, okay. that's right. No, I, I, I calls on this too. If you yes. want to jump in, I think how the average person who is held accountable in their marriage uh, at, at their employer, <laughs> they're held accountable to the IRS and state revenue authorities. The campaign, the campaign, the money she raised is, I believe she's sitting on, is it in the millions yet, I think? She's sitting on a, a war chest for her reelection. This yeah. money's coming out of her campaign fund. Michelle Owen Grisham, whether she did this or not, she's not paying any personal price for this. So she could well, write a check from her own money. Which, off of this. Right. She, she, you know, you, if, if you're sued, you, this could come out of your own money or a lot of famous rich People have personal liability insurance so that, you know, it comes out of the premiums you pay. Um, she's not going to be paying higher premiums from this because it's not coming out of an insurance account and yeah. she's not going to be losing any personal money. Her right. financial supporters are basically paying off her bad behavior or alleged Can you bad behavior. That? Can you I, no, that? I can't. I can't. <laughs> hey, hey, Dowd. Uh, I, I hear you that you were drunk and stupid the other day. Yep, you, yep. you wrecked a bar. You destroyed yep. all sorts of. You know, whiskey on the shelves. Uh, they're they're saying yeah. you ordered thirty two hundred dollars. Hey Eddie, can you spot me thirty two hundred dollars so I can go to? Well, no, I'll and, just I'll and, start a GoFundMe and, and everybody right. else will give me money to pay off this problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's unreal, but this is life in in the government. Five fifty fifty five hundred caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello. Yep, that's you, caller. Go ahead, hop in. Very, very loud. Turn down the radio in the background. Hang on, sorry. I, was I can, I can, I can tell you're a new caller, and I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. Go ahead, sir. Hey, um, I was just one uh, to the murder uh, of my like uh, talked about the different points on the assault. Um, one of them said after the oh, me about to be stabbed by someone with a syringe. Oh wow. So what he yeah. said was that on one of those incidents, one of the guys was about to be stabbed with uh, a syringe. Uh, sir, you're kind of cutting out a little bit. Um, anything else? Um, no, just, uh, you know, uh, I just want to say, hey, uh, you know, uh, actually, I probably don't know if you say, I'll do I'm going to continue to listen to you. You going forward, um, I already had the police report filed and everything. Thing, and if they do capture, I'm I'm pressing charges. It's straight up. Huh. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, contact me offline. Text me directly. I don't know that I understood everything you had to say, sir. And I believe that Dow would probably agree with me. Good call. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Just you know, on that point, it's very important. Yep. Um, I, on a daily basis, and I think a lot of people are in my situation. Uh, I'm being followed by someone who wants to stab me with a syringe. I think that man's name is Tony Fauci. <laughs> Sorry, just had to get it in there. I had to. That's a good joke. I it's like Monday. 
you know, it's Monday. I'm rested and ready. You, know. you are rested and ready. You have a, you have a Fauci joke. Any Fauci. <laughs> Uh, I've heard the best name for him, though, over the weekend. We're, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're close to the end of the pandemic. Well, we're going to reach it in the first quarter of 23. I'm, I'm phony baloney Tony, and I'm here to tell you to get vaxxed. <laughs> Hello, you're in the key to go ahead. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Dictionary Dave. I got a correction and an apology for the audience on Saturday. During the, oh, yeah, the, the, the whole audience has been waiting for it. They were waiting for you to call. Go ahead. It was bugging me all day Sunday. Well, I bet it was. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I, I knew yeah. that I knew that it was getting to you. I was wondering when my phone would light up uh, with Dictionary Dave and uh, give us the apology. What's what's going on? Apologize. Lay yourself at the uh, feet of the Kiva. Lay it. To the audience, Natalie and Jaybird, I apologize. I put out erroneous information. I had actually gotten the patent number incorrect. Oh, wow. Do you, uh, yeah, the, do you swap a mind, two and a six or a six and a two? What 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 happened? It was a seven and a five. Oh, I knew it. It was something weird. No, he's like, you. Don't swap this those. The correct patent number one 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 zero seven five finally. eight eight. Oh, finally, I can get on with my day. Let's get on with the show. Anything else? Well, well, let's see. Do you want to know the definition of crime or uh, no? I have, I have no idea what what is crime. Crime. Who, no, who is that? Is that the woman? Okay, is that the woman that's to... married to uh, Elon Musk? Crimes. <laughs> well, this comes out of Black's Law, nineteen seventy nine. It's more applicable to current situation. A crime may be defined to be any act done in violation of those duties which an individual owes to the community and for the breach of which the law has provided that the offender shall make satisfaction to the public. A crime or public offense is an act committed or omitted in violation of law, forbidding or commanding it, and to which is annexed upon conviction either or a combination of the following. This is where it meant twice oh. in my race. All right, how much longer? Death, imprisonment, fine. Removal from office. Or disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit. Mm. And, of course, we've got a president who is committing the crime of omission, any offense, the graven of which is the failure to act when there is an obligation to act, may amount to manslaughter if the failure is willful, wanton, and reckless. Anybody know about open borders? Ordering people to take a jab that will kill them. There you go. What do you guys got? <laughs> really sneaking. There we go. Oh. We saved a. Uh... Another, uh, we're going to call him, uh, it was Dictionary Dave, then we then we went Dead Air Dave. I, I know we, we tried that. Uh, that didn't seem to deter him very much. And then, you know, we're just going to call him Dive Bomber. I mean, the guy's kamikaze style. He comes in every day, and he's just, he's going to hit the ground running. Yep. He, he, no screening. He understands the whole, the way the situation works. And, like, this is his time. 
Yeah, I, I, people don't know this, but tomorrow uh, Dave will be calling in with some more numbers, Eddie. Um, we're going to be doing just digital, so it's going to be zeros and ones for about 35 minutes. <laughs> Can you, uh, are we going to, a life of pi, we're going to do, we're going to be able to quote the whole pi numbers. <laughs> and, 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 oh, uh, how do I regain my momentum after that? What do I do? Where do I, where do I go? Huh? No screening out, nothing. Okay, where was I? I think I was talking about crotch grabbing on the fourth floor and a certain uh, previous governor who exonerated uh, and <laughs> released uh, one Jeffrey Epstein uh, to the tune of whatever he wanted to do as long as he got away with paying off uh, hush money to the uh, tune of a quarter million dollars. So that's where we stand. That's where it is. Uh, not good for Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, looking forward. If she's spending that kind of money and most importantly, if her fundraisers are spending that, well, I think her funders, not fundraisers, her funders are spending that kind of money to pay for her bad behavior. Like, what's wrong with, that's a cult. Can you imagine, like, this is like Keith Ranieri or, um, oh, I'm going to just keep giving him money. He's he's a good guy, but she's a good gal. Like, it, it's on that level. Is that fair to say? Well, Eddie, I don't know if you heard over the weekend, another another person sort of getting away with uh, alleged bad behavior. Scotland, Scotland Yard clearing, according to them, they wrapped up their investigation into our good friend Prince Andrew. He of the uh, palling around with people like, uh, what, Bill Richardson, Jeffrey Epstein, Richard Branson. Uh, so they won't take any further action. This was the British press. Uh, oh, no, just the news. Uh, against the royal family, uh, of course, Virginia Dufre was su- is continuing. I think of the civil case, is suing the prince for uh, allegedly sexually assaulting her when she was just a, a teenager. So, Epstein, the world of Epstein lives on. It lives on. But I guess yeah. uh, uh, Prince Andrew beat the rap with Scotland Yard. But I guess I guess when you're the royals and your official uh, UK crime uh, investigation agency, uh, I guess it probably behooves them to kind of sweep this under the rug. I I wonder how deep that investigation was. So I am in touch with, uh, still waiting for my plans to be printed in the daily.co.uk. Uh, they've taken a back seat for the time being because Annie Farmer is incredibly sick right now. Uh, oh. She was one of the, yeah, she's got heart problems and the cancer. Um, so she's dealing with two issues. And, you know, these are sex crimes that happened in New Mexico, ladies and gentlemen, in New Mexico. Michelle Lujan Grisham is paying off to the tune of 150K. Yeah, Bill Richardson, who did the same thing. I mean, between the two of them, it's nearly half a million dollars for that hush money. Their little peccadillos have been exposed, but no one's holding their feet to the fire because, oh, they're Democrats. But if it's a Republican, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You sure as hell would have uh, already prosecuted that guy, burn him at the stake or her at the stake. Uh, for that matter. 550-5500. Let's cover all the links, news, commentary, audio, and video uh, from over the weekend and the things coming out. Uh, Better Call Saul Star attends fresh up a heart attack. Uh, himself has attended a New Mexico United game. I just uh, recently um, got an article about a little bit of an expose doubt of the people that are involved with the New Mexico United, uh, the people are going pretty hard at them. I don't know that people really like the people who are involved with the New Mexico United at this point, and it doesn't look like the New Mexico United are going to make the playoffs. Uh, but they tried to they tried to bring out the big stars. Bob Odenkirk 
Mr. Show himself to come out and uh, sort of generate and garner some support to the uh, to the uh, rousing audience uh, at New Mexico United Stadium, also AKA Isotopes Field of 6,450 people uh, who were there. And based upon the pictures, I doubt it was that high. Uh, how was uh, Odenkirk's uh, sort of little uh, brush with uh, soccer greatness uh, on Saturday? Well, you know, Eddie, I just think <laughs> I'm a professional researcher. I don't like making allegations I can't back up. But, boy, the, the timing of this is awfully interesting. I mean, the, the, the show or the prequel to the show that – well, he was, at, he was in the original Breaking Bad, too. More of a minor character there. But he happens to turn out just a couple of weeks before the big, the big vote coming out. I, I mean, uh, come on. Come on. Are we, are we fooling anyone here? Uh, this is a very PR-savvy firm. If, I, I despise Peter Trevisani. The guy's like Richard Branson, okay? Everything he does is calculated. Uh, the communications, the, the public image stuff is fantastic. His connections with wealthy and powerful people run very, very deep. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to see this as anything but um, what it appears to be. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how is, uh, what do they call him? Somos Unidos. <laughs> Somos Unidos. The United. L United, Black Lives Matter. Hopefully we'll all be united on voting against the stadium on November 2nd. A year later, Santa Fe obelisk fallout remains, Dowd. Uh, what can you tell us about that story, and what is the fallout of all that? Yeah, I mean, it was, frankly, I spent a lot of the last couple of weeks looking into the mayor of Santa Fe. We, we talked about my article last week, Alan Weber, and we have a lot of listeners up there now with our expansion up uh, our, our, our second uh, uh, transmitting uh, authority up there, KRSN, and it's just such a sad story, Eddie, and I I, I care about it more because of, of what you've uh, conveyed to me really over the last year and a half and the fact that uh, people are proud of their Spanish heritage here, even though it's not my heritage, and the idea that uh, it's something to be ashamed of and, and remove from uh, from people's minds, remove, uh, and it's even, it even runs stupider than that because the obelisk that was torn down, never mind the De Vargas statue and the Oñate statue, the obelisk that was torn down, three of the four plaques on that obelisk honor Union soldiers who were fighting the Confederacy, which I think our progressive friends I would say they're they're against slavery, uh, maybe not tax slavery, but uh, you know literal slavery. Um, this stupid process goes on. It's it's it was it was ripped down, of course, by those seven or eight yahoos who are basically getting away with this crime. They got the kids glove kid gloves treatment. So we're coming up on the one year anniversary, and it's still a, a, a boarded off uh, a memorial. I guess the, the the stand is still there, not the, not the obelisk. And this asinine chart process is called uh, what is it? The C-H-A-R-T, I forget what it stands for, this, this stupid thing that the mayor up there is, you know, reconciliation, and we're going to have a, a community conversation about this. Uh, Alan Weber is a fool. We got into, we got into that at length. Um, such, a sad, such a sad moment in New Mexico history. There was no reason for that. Uh, we had one of those uh, protesters jump on the back of a cop but not be prosecuted. We know that most of these people are Anglo people, in one case a woman from Weston, Connecticut, where the median household income is $228,000. I mean, I mean, they do not represent the people of New Mexico. But as I thought more and more about this, I, I, I watched what happened with Anyate down here in Albuquerque a lot, a lot, but I've had to really get up to speed on, on the obelisk the last couple of weeks writing about Weber. If it's Tim Keller or if it's Alan Weber, Eddie, these people would rather bring the troops back, the, the law enforcement forces back, whether they ordered it directly or they gave kind of a wink and a nod to, to pulling them back. They're, they both still claim that, oh, no, there was no direct order you know, given by us. 
they would rather see public property destroyed, history itself assaulted, than send in law enforcement to protect these monuments and sculptures. And if some image emerges, some video or some still photo emerges of a cop pulling a protester off, putting someone in handcuffs, that hurts their political process, prospects because, of course, they're far left progressives. They would rather see public property destroyed, maybe other individuals hurt, uh, the war on history continue, than hurt their bona fides as a, as a progressive, uh, caring, uh, down for the cause, moonbat mayor. And, and Keller and Weber, as we said on Friday, they're peas in the pod, Eddie, and uh, I think they both should go on November 2nd. Yeah, I think the, they won't go on November 2nd. Uh, I think one will, one won't. Um, but that's kind of where it's at right now. I think there's just this progressive flu that's hit New Mexico and we can't seem to shake it no matter how many times, uh, we've used the rock of talk vaccine or other conservatives uh, who are here. Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> not something that, uh, has uh, been able to sort of inoculate and keep the body healthy. This is we a need very more effective un- vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We need something better, stronger than the rock of talk. But what could be stronger than, than the Rock of Talk, Dallas? The truth. That's what we want. That's what we do. <laughs> that is. Uh, okay. So more stuff uh, coming out, and you can get all these uh, great stories directly at rockoftalk.chat. And uh, we've got COVID trending downward nationally. But Fauci says, it's a bit early. We don't want to declare victory. I heard this stuff over the weekend. You know, this is just the same old song. We're tired. It's boring the same exact thing i felt like i was hearing six months ago one year ago 18 months ago doubt it's 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 constant the droning on and the politicking and politicizing that's happening is just total and complete bs well i mean it's it's been day one from day one i think the one of their key not necessarily talking points but their tactics is nothing encouraging nothing hopeful ever Ever. Uh, so this this yeah literally we're never over the hump Never, we're we're, never, we're never. almost there. If you try a little yeah. bit harder, if you yeah. just get the vaccine, you can get all your family to get the vaccines and stay home. No traveling for Thanksgiving. Just do what you're told. Literally, Dr. Disgrace uh, back in uh, was that more, maybe more than six months ago. If you just do what you're told. And here's Fauci over the weekend. Angela, if you look at the history of the surges and the diminutions in cases over a period of time, they can bounce back. Uh, that was on uh, CNN. Uh, I, I missed that one, folks. I had to catch the, the write-up online of, of this. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think, what you know, you talk about leadership all the time, Eddie, and, and this state being bereft of leadership. I mean, a, a real leadership would have, would have admitted on day one there's a lot we don't know about this, but let's not, A, catastrophize it. And let's not be say it's all going to be over in a week. You know, let, we're going to go on this journey together. I'm going to give it to you straight all the time. Uh, we never, I don't think, in the current climate, you know, we had a chance at, at, at real leadership coming out of this. Sad. Very sad. 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and uh, call in a few more stories to go ahead and uh, wrap up the show. And don't forget, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be checking out about 530. I've got a debate and um, amongst other things. The KOAT TV debate is going to be recorded, processed, and then redistributed on Thursday. That's very interesting. Next Tuesday, they're going to have a uh, KOB forward debate. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be in person. We've got Tessa and Chris Ramirez. Uh, I'm not, I, I just, uh, I, I just have to say my dad was actually very happy about meeting Chris Ramirez. That's about all I can say. He, he was, uh, Chris mm-hmm. was really nice. He's very personable, you know, and he is very sharing to the extent that a news person actually can be sharing. 
and I had the opportunity to meet uh, Doug Fernandez. Uh, earlier I saw her name, Shelly Rabando. She was there. So I, I like, she- you know how I feel about Shelly. Like, I, 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 I do. I'm a very, very fond. Eddie, you can have my most prized fond possession. Of, of Shelly. Uh, it, you can have my hand-tailored, made for me by my sister, ooh, ooh. velvet smoking jacket, okay? Uh, if, if <laughs> you ask Tessa, or you tell Tessa, you need to stop having the head of the State Pediatric Society on to scare all the soccer moms out there. You know what? Doctor, you're, big, you're, big, you're, big, uh, you're, you're, you're such a fan of Dr. C. This woman is terrorizing soccer moms all over New Mexico. And Tessa, you need to stop it! Well, she's... Uh... She's uh, on your side. Four is on your side. Uh, repeat that story that you did last week. It was a good expose on uh, the director, I guess, for the statewide pediatric policy. Uh, yeah. She, uh, it, yes. And it's the, it's the New Mexico uh, chapter of the American, I guess, uh, Academy of Pediatrics. And, and this is a doctor I saw, and I'm trying to think if I saw it on, I may have seen her first online. And what, what really just set me completely off, Eddie, was the, her description of double masking a toddler. Uh, I am not a parent, but I, as I always half joke around, half serious, I was 15% of a parent. I took care of my nephew for 11 years, and little boys, I think Mr. Aragon might know something about this, are uh, precocious, and they are little monkeys, and they run around, and they get filthy, and it's hard to control them. Uh, Dr. C, this is Dr. Sienovich, uh, she is the woman in charge of the New Mexico Pediatric Society. You can get this at arockoftalk.chat. Uh, Tessa's in love with Dr. C, and this woman has been on the media, KOB, KOAT, you know, consistently. But what set me off and what got me investigating her is when she said that toddlers, especially ones that are drooling and teething, my, my little guy there had, had, had went through his drooling and teething uh, era when he was, you know, chewing on everything and stuff was flowing out of his mouth. Uh, she wanted them to be double masked, and she wanted the uh, surgical quality, the, the high quality synthetic mask on first and then maybe a cloth mask over that. Uh, I don't know if this woman, I couldn't find out any information if she's a, a mother or, or not, but uh, anyone who thinks that mask, double masking toddlers is a good idea, especially, Eddie, given the data that we have, more children die every winter from the seasonal flu than have died from coronavirus. They, basically, the younger you get just overall from 88 to 8 to 8 months, uh, the less the chance is you're going to be hospitalized and die from, from SARS-CoV-2. Uh, she has been out scaremongering for months and months and months. Basically, she should be doing pretty much the opposite of what she's been doing, which is educating parents about how, and, and I ran the numbers on this because you were um, likely or what, to, to die of accidents, uh, suicides, heart disease. You know, there's so many other things, drownings that, that, that pose a real risk for our young children in this country, COVID is just not one of them. Instead of saying, having a rational sort of balanced approach to this, to, to meet with people in the media and say, parents, obviously this is scary. You, you see pictures of that little spiky germ on TV and it scares you, but I'm here to tell you, these are the real risks to your children. COVID-19, not a real risk to your children. Uh, Dr. C went all in on this and Tessa is just gleefully there uh, smiling and, and thanking her for all of her wise counsel. Uh, this woman's an embarrassment. You know, she's leveraging her position in public health. Not only, it, it'd be one thing, Eddie, if she was just silent on this. She's doing harm by terrifying parents instead of bringing the real statistics to them. And recommending double masking a toddler is utter madness. You've seen the pressure that's coming on uh, right now, Joe Biden. I'm not sure if you're, you've heard about the uh, latest book that's been released out. 
but uh, very incredible because it's all the information I was talking about before. Talking about Devin Archer, you know, uh, Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden himself. And uh, now we are looking at uh, what's happening uh, with the sort of the underpinnings, the secret society up in Santa Fe and across the country, the connection to Gemini Rosemont and all this. Uh, this is something that's uh, going to be start uh, start coming out. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, that's the least of Joe Biden's problems at this point, because he's got a bigger issue and uh, it's his approval ratings, not to mention the inflation uh, going up and an economy that's uh, trying to stay buoyant. I'm not sure that it's going to uh, be able to do so because one of Biden's favorite financial outlets reveals the real cost of inflation to average American families as food and energy prices soar. In some cases, is increased over 200% just since Biden has taken office. A real, real bad omen, I think, uh, for uh, if he's going to try to uh, get through the next uh, year and a half, two years. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I got to commend, you know, Glenn Beck's got a great. He does new, new site uh, called The Blaze, and I, I forget which. Oh, it was Moody's Analytics. Uh, they, the, the administration always uses Moody's Analytics to to flack for its you know its infrastructure plan and all this other stuff. But uh, Moody's has uh, come out with some very you know they're very 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 concerned about inflation. We feel it uh, every day. I was watching a movie from the '90s, Eddie, uh, this uh, over the weekend. And it was in California where that where the gasoline prices are through the roof. This was maybe mid to late nineties. I think the regular price was a dollar seven. Can you remember wow. paying a dollar seven for gasoline in this country? Um, so you know, give Moody's credit, you know, for for sounding the bell on on inflation. And uh, but as you said, the, the the polling numbers on Sleepy Joe it looks like Sleepy Joe's six month honeymoon. Presidents tend to get a honeymoon. Um, that honeymoon's right. over. It's over. Oh, it's all over for Joe Biden, <laughs> except in New Mexico, where we seem to uh, vote for him all the time and uh, vote for Democrats all the time. And uh, we just can't seem to get enough of uh, our Democrats for some reason. We're doing our best, folks, uh, here at the Rock of Talk to try and educate people, entertain people and inform them on the goings on uh, both in and out. I'm going so as far as to uh, enter the mayoral race. Uh, I'll be doing the debate tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Uh, I got to tell you, this is a, you know, day in, day out grind. I'm fighting for you on COVID. I'm fighting for you on the Epstein stuff. I'm fighting for you on the reopenings. I'm fighting for you on just everything that I possibly can. So I'd love to have your attention. Thanks for putting the billboards up uh, today. Thanks for all the people who have donated. We had so many donations. Uh, Don't believe all the crap that the journal and every other person say. Yeah, that's true. Uh, any of these groups that put out these polls that try to suppress us, we're getting tremendous traction. We'll talk more about that tomorrow during our first uh, hour. Then I've got to like basically bolt. So tomorrow is going to be our expose of KKOB. So we're going to put that together so that people can finally hear all of that. And I know Dowd is salivating. About that. Yeah, so it's, it's important. So Dowd and I are going to. Uh, Just quickly, Eddie, you're recording sure. the debate tomorrow that's going to air on Thursday? Sadly, yes, uh, Dowd. They're going to have this thing for 48 hours before they air it? Uh, well, they're going to have a thing that they're going to modify into a thing that they can rebroadcast to the audience on the journal, KKOB, and KOAT. It doesn't sound, it doesn't smell right to me, right? It sure does. It stinks. It stinks. Yeah. From Balloon hey, Fiesta Park, know, it stinks. <laughs> can I say something? You know, you know, I'm not of the the uh, club that likes to complain at all. 
it's not something that I like to do. So, you know, it is what it is. We are still going to win in spite of all that. So we got to, you know, definitely do what we can to make sure that these people are represented and uh, that uh, we do such a great job that no matter what it was that we were up against, that, uh, you know, we, we won. And I think that that's, that, that's important. See you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m., right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on AM 1600KIVABQ.FM. Rockoftalk.com. Don't forget, my mayoral uh, site can be found at fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. Subscribe to rockoftalk.chat and rockoftalk.com. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow at 4.